This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what's going on this morning? A drawbridge opening on the Tacony palmyra Bridge just completed. I was a northbound shift traffic jammed in both directions. 95 southbound starting to jam. Cotton in through the bridge. And then on the Schuylkill westbound, we're starting to slow. Out in King of Prussia at 202, where the right lane is closed with sinkhole repair work. You said shift, right? <laughs> what? You said shift, northbound shift? No. Oh, it sounded like you dropped the S-bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah. A ship. A ship? Oh, shit. Oh, okay. oh, a holy okay. other That's thing. All right. One's nautical and the other comes out your butt. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this traffic report brought to you by Wawa. Switch up your routine with Wawa's delicious and crunchy breakfast and lunch paninis. Choose your favorite like Southwest Turkey or Chipotle bacon egg panini available at Wawa. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. I got to go take a northbound <laughs> ship real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Hi, today's Tuesday, August 31st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A New Jersey lifeguard died and seven others were injured after a lightning strike on the beach Monday afternoon. It happened at 4.35 p.m. on the 21st Avenue Beach in Seaside Park, Ocean County. The Berkeley Township Police Department said four lifeguards and four other beachgoers were struck by lightning. One of the lifeguards died in the incident. The injuries to the seven other victims were not considered life-threatening. Berkeley Township Mayor Carmen Amato said the township's beaches will be closed Tuesday through Thursday as crisis counselors are made available to beach staff and lifeguards. The identities of the lifeguards who died as well as the others hurt by the lightning strike were not immediately released. A handwritten note in purple ink was left with flowers Monday night at the base of a lifeguard stand at the beach. We were at the beach today and are grateful for what you've done for us by keeping us safe at the beach. The note read, we are sorry for your loss. Witnesses say it was cloudy in one direction but clear in the other and that the lightning struck out of nowhere. According to the National uh, Lightning Safety Council, Monday's tragedy was the ninth known lightning fatality of the year in the United States and the second in New Jersey. This is the second young New Jersey lifeguard that died in recent weeks. On August 19th, Norman Inferreira, a rookie lifeguard in Cape May, was rowing a lifeguard boat. When a wave knocked him unconscious, he died at the hospital days after the incident. That was so, terrible, man. It was horrible, yeah. yeah. Um, so this, uh, the, the conditions on the beach weren't like dramatically not at all run for your lives right no just, they said it was yeah, just yeah. a little cloudy in yeah. one direction and completely clear sky in the other yeah they said that uh when the witnesses i was watching a story earlier this morning that uh when the, the lightning hit that uh, the lifeguard there was another lifeguard who just screamed run yeah uh, and everybody just took off and just got the hell out of there because believe it or not lightning wow. can strike the exact same spot i know the site the the saying is it can't strike twice but it right. can uh, and sometimes does and so they got the hell out of there but yeah Talk about a freak accident, man. Freak accident. Terrible. Yeah. China is set to implement harsh restrictions on minors playing video games. The Chinese government is limiting the amount of time people under the age of 18 can spend playing video games to just three hours what per week. F- We're moving to China. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an issue at home? <laughs> yeah. We yeah. People would play video games all day long if I let them. Uh, with that are specific time restrictions with youths only being allowed to play from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays and public holidays. This includes gaming of all kinds from playing on a PC to mobile devices. This is ridiculous. I love it. I know. Before <laughs> this, you could only play an hour and a half at a time. You're, yeah, I think it was yeah. an hour and a half a day, and now yeah. they have down to three hours a um, week. A week. Yeah. The decision was announced Monday and carries enormous ramifications for the game 
gaming industry across the globe. The move comes as part of what is being seen as a larger power play by the state government to muscle the tech industry in China. This is a tough blow on multiple fronts for China's emerging video game development scene. Though China previously lagged behind countries like the United States and Japan, Chinese game development has boomed over the last few years. This is a huge hit for video game companies. And if you stop and think about it, because you know... Uh, we just hear some of the stories out of China. You, you'd hear about uh, South uh, Korean video game cafes where people would literally play until they died. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a crazy obsession. But I would love to see some regulations over here, not necessarily on the amount of gameplay somebody can you know uh, acquire or accrue throughout the day, but the amount of stuff that you can sell in games huh. that have no bearing on the actual gameplay is to me is is completely and totally ridiculous. Well, they- like to pay $20 just so your avatar can be a fish or you know, to so- me that's totally ridiculous and it preys upon yes. children. Yes. You know? And, and there there's actually I, I thought there was something they had done to curb that. No. Maybe it got lax again, but uh, you know, preying I mean, upon kids to... who make in-game purchases, like, and my... then they just hit a button and it's bought. Well, so mine is set up. He can't just hit a button. He, right. ha- he does have to ask me, but, I mean, I've bought multiple avatars because... Sure, you need them, them because and, they got the new he, ones. He it's needs like... to be different. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I did read this morning that uh, in China, the so the age group that they're targeting, which is, un, you know, the kids under 18 years old, that they're only, they only account for like 30% of these in-game uh, revenue and things like that. So it's not like... Uh, like well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, today, the Philadelphia School District returns to five days in-person learning for the first time in 18 months. The school district announced Monday night that students at Science Leadership Academy at Bieber will engage in virtual learning with their teachers Tuesday, August 31st through Friday, September 3rd due to needed improvements. The district's plan was to complete numerous renovations and improvements while in-person learning resumed with contractors working after school hours under strict health and safety protocols and deep cleaning occurring every night in preparation for the next school day. However, taking into account recent discussions with the school community, they are adjusting these plans uh, for the school year. Meanwhile, more than 130,000 Philadelphia students are headed back to school with new restrictions like mandatory masking and in some cases COVID testing. The weekly mandatory testing for staff will stay in effect. Students will be tested if they show symptoms. The school district says about 1,600 students opted for all virtual learning. Meanwhile, the school board also voted last week to make the COVID-19 vaccine mandatory for all staff. The district and teachers Union are still discussing a timeline for that. In sports this morning. The Phillies beat the Nationals 7-4 last night in Washington. Bryce Harper hit a home run in the first inning, and the Phillies extended their winning streak to four games. Ball sacks are yummy. There we go. Brad Miller also went deep, and Ronald Torres added a bases-loaded triple for the Phillies, who improved to 7-1 at Nationals Park this season. They moved within three games of Cincinnati for the National League's second wild-card berth and three-and-a-half games behind the Braves in first place for the national in the National League East. The series continues tonight, and Matt Moore will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 7.05. Colts quarterback and former, former Eagle Carson Wentz, Pro Bowl center Ryan Kelly, and receiver Zach Pascal have been placed on the team's reserve COVID-19 list. The three players were placed on the list after coming in close contact with a team staff member who tested positive. 
The players can return in five days if they continue to have negative tests and remain asymptomatic. The fact that the three players were placed on the list as close contacts indicates that they're not vaccinated because vaccinated players would only be placed on the list for a positive test result. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks so much, Kathy. Here we are, the final day of August. This is it. And I noticed as I walked in the studio this morning, it's there's no light when I come into the studio. By yeah. the time Aww. now, by the time we get done with news, there's some... Some day break, but nonetheless, that's where we're headed as far as the seasons go. But, uh, hey, uh, for those of you heading back to school today, welcome back. Yeah, welcome congratulations. back. I hope you slept in and had a great <laughs> summer. Uh, but uh, here we go, back to reality. Um, so we do have a tattoo day. Today is a Tuesday, so we have a chance for you to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. So maybe that's something you can win on your first day back to school, uh, if you're at least 18 anyway. Uh, so text word tattoo to 39333. We have a $350. $50 gift certificate for floating world tattoo and piercing that we will give away at some point this morning. And I uh, want to remind you that in two days from now, at this very time, we'll be playing the first songs of the Back to School A to Z. So cool. We are excited about once again. So that goes for who knows how long. Maybe maybe a week, maybe more. Yeah. Don't really know. We have Pierre Robert back into the uh, the equation, as Bill was telling us in a meeting yesterday. The, math, the mathematical equation in Bill's mind is so clear about what Pierre does as far as extending the length of the A to Z. This is true. He had said uh, yesterday, last year, Pierre was on vacation the entire week of the uh, back to school A to Z, and it shrank substantially. It ran like clockwork. Uh, but Pierre's back. Yes. And uh, things tend to expand a little bit in that regard of maybe adding a few songs or a little chit-chat about these songs and their history and their meaning to WMMR, which is all good stuff. It so, really is. Yep. It's, it's the whole spirit of the thing. I like it when it drags on yeah. for a while. And we have a new sponsor. It is Springfield Mitsubishi that presents the Back to School A to Z this year. So it starts on Thursday. It's the first time the President Steve Show gets the honor of beginning it. So you'll be with us on that. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is up first. So hang in there. A stupid question is coming up with some free stuff, too. We'll be right back. WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give away a digital download of Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins for the correct answer to this stupid question. And it has to do with the cartoon Garfield. Mm -hmm. What is the last name of Garfield's owner, John? Ah. Never knew this. 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. What is the last name of Garfield's owner, John? know that you get through you get the prize all right so i'm gonna go through birthdays we're waiting for you to call in today is tuesday august 31st and is it his birthday nick uh no i thought that was the answer i was looking that up oh okay sorry no it's uh <laughs> not the answer it's no. not the answer okay. and it's not jonathan davis of corn's Corn. birthday oh no but 
You thought it was Jonathan Davis? Jim Davis is the author of Garfield. Correct. Yeah. That's where I got confused. That is not Jonathan the Davis. We're just thinking about you. Garfield's uh, owner is the lead singer of Corn. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I actually have an update on him uh, coming right. up because he has COVID. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that later on. So it's not just happenstance right. that you no. brought up Jonathan Davis. Totally on purpose. So birthdays today, not including Jonathan Davis of Corn. <laughs> By the way, my kids showed me a video yesterday. There's a, a you know, there's a gazillion people with the little TikTok niches, and, right? And this guy uh, will watch videos, and and if and he purposely finds ones that have corn in them, yes. And at any point, like corn on the cob comes up, he'll just start going. <laughs> <laughs> he'll start doing that whole routine. Yeah, which I like is awesome. That. Yeah. So birthdays include Richard Gere. Ah. Richard Gere is 72 years old. Kathy's crush. I should probably post Richard. my boyfriend shot with him yeah. for his birthday. Wish yeah, him you happy took birthday. A, you took a nice photo with him. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, he was originally not going to be like the, you know, hanging out for pictures, but he, I think he had a really good interview. So he took yeah, the picture with you. It was he, good. He kind of came in. He was a little bit quiet, just sat right. at the microphone. And then after the interview was like, yeah, sure, come over. Come yeah. on, let's take a picture. Like, put his I, arm around me. I think I, once I said, listen, old man, I watched your goddamn movie. <laughs> now give us a picture. Mm-hmm. No, it was a good movie he was promoting. Uh, you know who uh, can't, who has an issue with him is uh, Mark. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, my God, why am I drawing a blank? Double there. Yes, Mark uh, Summers. 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 Thank yeah. you. Yeah, he, he does. He got yes. on a plane one time, and you know, Mark. Mark does not suffer <laughs> any mistreatment. Mark does not deal. Right. If anybody gives him a hard time, and he got on a plane, and he was going to be sitting next to Richard Gere in first class, and he was about to sit down, and Richard Gere looks at him and goes, "Oh no, not you." Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. And Richard Gere is known to have a bit of a That's true. He's got That's a true. reputation. He was very pleasant when he Absolutely. came by here. Well, Mark Summers wasn't here. That's why. Maybe that's yeah. why. But anyhow. And that's all you need to say to Mark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He <laughs> will hate now. you till the day yeah. you die. That's it. Uh, Richard Gere is 72 today. I like that. Uh, the great Itzhak Perlman, violinist, uh, considered one of the greatest alive. Uh, he turned 76 years old today. He, I believe, was the violinist for Schindler's List, the soundtrack that John oh, Williams kidding. used. Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's he's incredible. And when you see him do, you know, he can play very passionate, obviously. Yes. But when he does his showy stuff with speed and and, uh, and the higher notes, it's cool. incredible that a human being can do what he does. So he's 76 today. It's Deborah Gibson's oh! birthday today. With her right now. Your cousin is with her right now? Right now in Vegas. They're performing. Uh, she's performing with... Oh, your dancer cousin. Yes, my okay. dancer cousin. Um, she... Oh, my God. Who is she performing with? One of the boy band guys. I forget. Oh, um... From Insane. Who is it? Or... They, did, they did a um, an album together. Is it like Jordan Knight or... Joey Fatone? Okay. Nah, it's got to be a new kid. Uh, is it a new kid? Why do you think it's a new kid? Because it's, it's around the same, the same time. Era. She did yeah. a duet with Jordan Knight, Casey, back in... Uh, no. 20, 2006. Joey McIntyre. Is it Ringo? Is it Ringo? Debbie Gibson and Ringo? Uh, I'll bet you it's Joey McIntyre. Oh, come on. He was the youngest, it? right? Yeah, he was he, dreamy pressed. Hold on. Definitely the hard Marissa, Marissa has a, got uh, I mean, some insight. I do happen to know that Joey has a residency in Vegas right now, if that could be it. No, Maybe that's it. not him. I'll find it. Ah! Debbie Gibson right. and Joey McIntyre ah! in Las Vegas. Right. This is right. One nothing. Marissa against Kathy. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> 
contest. Yes. Yeah, so. I just stalk him on Instagram. <laughs> uh, so I guess they were, I, I really didn't think it was him, but I, she released a song with him, I guess. So now they're performing in Vegas, and my cousin is there, and they're doing, he's doing like what he did when they were 16. He's her backup dancer. God, that is so cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, Debbie Gibson uh, is 51 years old today. Uh, Gina Shock, drummer of the Go Go's. I always loved her. 64 today. She had a cool look. Yeah, she did. And uh, the, the documentary's great. We've mentioned it several times on the air here. She was one of the only people that really was proficient at her instrument when she joined the band. Yeah, when she got in, they were like, wow. And, and she had a work ethic, too. Yes, she was like, yeah. we are going to practice, and we're going to practice really hard. And they were like, right. what? Well, what's with you? She was like, no, 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 no. We're going to play. We're going to get it right. And so she kind of whipped them into shape, to be honest. Uh, but, uh, yeah, solid. She is uh, 64 years old today. So happy birthday to Gina Shock. Uh, it's also Van Morrison's birthday today, the legendary Irish singer, musician. He is uh, celebrating number 76 today. You've seen him a few times, right? Uh, a number of times. It's yeah. not just because my name is Morrison. He's uh, <laughs> He's great. One of the weirdest memories I have of Van Morrison was seeing a concert at the Spectrum in the daytime? In the middle of the afternoon. Yeah, he like would do... Like 2 o'clock. He would do matinee shows. Yeah. yeah. And you're there and as somebody would go up to go out to whatever, the bathroom, a concession, the curtain would pull back and light would come streaming and you're like, oh my god, that's right. Yeah. It's daytime. You were just not used to seeing concerts no, in the day. Yeah. No. I have a friend who's a professional bartender and Van Morrison used to live in San Francisco and uh, he would come in all the time and would just regale everybody with stories. It was uh. completely pleasant. He, he like um, he, People would uh, come up and ask for pictures, autographs. He like My friend Dennis said he could not have been a nicer guy. I love him and there's at least a couple of songs in every concert, Preston, where he walks from instrument to instrument and plays them all. Does he? Really? Yeah. yeah he's, wow. Really, he's talented. He's like, uh, uh, you know, there there are a handful of people out there that can that can wow. show you. You 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 don't know that they can do all of that. Yeah. Uh, and he's one of those guys. So he's seventy six. Uh, Glenn Tilbrook, another uh, great musician from Squeeze, great songwriter. Love that band. Yep. Uh, he I turns. saw him do so a number of solo shows. There, there was a, a point where he and. Uh, um, his counterpart, oh Tifford, Tifford, we're having a tiff, and we're not, uh, uh, we're no. not on on speaking Gifford, terms. I'm sorry, Gifford and Tilburg. Yes, Frank Gifford, Chris, Kathy Lee, Gifford, Gifford, Chris Gifford, Gifford and Gifford, and then there was Clifford, who's yeah. a large red dog. Gifford, <laughs> Clifford, Gifford, and Gifford. But they, uh, yeah, there's one guy that goes uh, in tempted. That's your story. <laughs> They were both performing squeeze songs on, you know, these small shows. And they finally just said, let's just get back together. Yeah, probably yeah. a good idea if they're, if they're, they're the team. And since uh, we have this huge red dog now. Uh, he is 64 today. Another musician, Rudolf Shaker, guitarist of the Scorpions, is 73 years old. And I always liked the Scorpions. Uh, they were just... You don't realize, besides Rocky Like a Hurricane... There's a lot of songs that they have. So a mainstay of rock, at least rock radio years ago, the Scorpions would be played constantly. Casey, pull up the zoo. That's one oh, you never okay. hear that often. And it's like, man, I forgot about that one. Play that. It's good. Yeah, I like this. This and um, Big City Nights is another really good one. Still Loving You. Oh. <laughs> oh it has an abrupt end. I didn't want you to stop it. Yeah, you're good. naming all these things, so I grabbed Big City Nights. Okay. Don't say any more titles, and I won't grab I'll stop them. saying. I will. I hear. <laughs> stop it. We'll no longer say title. Uh, Rudolf Schenker is uh, 73 today. 
Uh, it's also another metal guitarist, a guy named Reb Beach. Now, Reb, our, our first came into my radar was when he was with Winger uh, because he plays some seriously ripping guitar solos. If you listen to eventually getting the guitar solo in this song, it's got a really badass lead. Uh, but he also played with uh, Whitesnake and Alice Cooper and Dokken. Do you think, um, you think solos like that will ever come back into rock? Mm. I know everything is cyclical. They, they, they do. They are in like progressive rock, right? But mainstream, like, like Dream Theater and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, mainstream stuff, maybe someday. Yeah. but not now. It mm. seems like almost an impossibility right now. But it went from these ripping, shredding guitar solos. And then Nirvana came in and said, "No more guitar solos." And the same thing with Pearl Jam and, yeah. and uh, the whole Seattle scene. Why, even though those guys are great guitar players, they really paired it back. Which you know what? To be honest, we needed it in, yeah. in rock music. We needed that kind of um, uh, change. Uh, yeah, yeah, it became predictable. Though I, I always did. Every band had to have an axe man. It had to have oh, a guy yeah. who could really bring that. Yep. Uh, so Reb is uh, fifty eight today. Uh, two more birthdays. Chris Tucker, the actor and comedian. Uh, Fifth Element, the Rush Hour movies and so on. Uh, he he came by the studio one time. He was a really laid back, really nice guy. He was a good dude. And yeah. the word at that time was that he was difficult and he couldn't have been nicer to us. No, he was no really kidding. sweet. He's yeah. uh, 50 years old today. And then the last birthday is Marsha Clark, the prosecutor in the O.J. Simpson murder trial. Uh, and she turns 68 today. Happy birthday to everybody celebrating a birthday today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, what is the last name of Garfield's owner, John? Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. Our caller we're going to go to now is Brett. And let's see if he knows it. Hey, Brett, good morning. Good morning. All right, Brett, what is John's last name from Garfield? Arbuckle. Arbuckle, yes. <laughs> Hang on, Brett. We're going to set you up with the digital download of Snake Eyes G.I. Joe Origins. More critics call the best G.I. Joe movie yet. The iconic hero Snake Eyes rises to become the ultimate warrior in the battle against Cobra. <laughs> Buy it on digital today with all new special features, a bonus short film, and more. And it's rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Check out the big brain on bread. <laughs> you got it. All right, so we'll go through some uh, stories here for you, starting... With Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum, they are officially a couple. Yeah! Us Weekly has confirmed it. This comes after weeks of rumors. A source exclusively tells us of the actors uh, Channing and Zoe are dating. They connected while working on their upcoming film, Pussy Island. Pussy Island. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is, uh, we, we have yet to determine what Pussy Island is about. Nope. We assume yep. it's an island that looks like a large vagina. No, yeah. it, it might be cats. <laughs> oh, that's well, true. Yes, cats, know. of course. Oh. So I, uh, this is perfect timing because just by happenstance over the weekend, I watched the second Magic Mike movie. Uh, and Nick, you said you saw, you yeah. saw that. Uh, yeah. Listen, I, I don't quite what? get it, but, <laughs> and I'm not sure what exactly I watched. I right. felt like I went to a... The whole movie is basically a male dance review. You're not sure if it's a movie. It seems like they... You know, there's really nothing there. Yeah. Other there's than... no story. It's just the show. A lot of sitting around talking and then a lot of <laughs> pelvic thrusting into into uh, women's faces mm-hmm. and big, you know, presentations. 
And uh, like I, I, I can't say that I hated it. I went with two women, yeah. and uh, they loved it. So right. uh, you know, it was like the, we all left the theater in a good mood because they were in a great mood. So like you know, why not? You, little I can't. There's, I can't there's stuff, Nick, and you'll agree to this that Channing Tatum does to these women, <laughs> like Preston standing on the chair. Thrusting, flipping around, you would f someone in half yeah. if that's the way you approach sex. Uh, speaking of Channing Tatum, totally different than the the yeah. uh, uh, the movie. What was it uh, that you just mentioned? Magic, Magic Mike. Mike. Magic Mike Two. Yes. Uh, my daughter turned me onto a movie that uh, Channing Tatum is in, and it's called The Book of Life. I had never seen it. It's an animated movie, mm. and it's great. And is he it? plays. He voices one of the main characters. He's really talented. He's uh, Guillermo good. del Toro produced it, and it's really, really well done. But I had never seen it. It's no Pussy Island. Uh, I, I was know. so intrigued by Pussy Island. If anyone by has any way, idea what it, it's about, it might be cats, man. You, remember, you know, some of those island nations. Remember when we were on a, yeah. uh, Anguilla or uh, uh, Saint Martin? It's it was overrun with cats. Yeah, yeah. they're all over the place. So yeah. it very well could be that. I don't know. Yeah, when I was in Saint Lucia, the near the Butthole Islands, they had uh, these little. I mean, at the resort that we were at, they had a bunch of different Butthole restaurants. Bay. A uh, bunch of different restaurants, and uh, and there were definitely cats at the restaurants. Yeah. You know, not our maitre d's. No, but, case, uh, yeah. for the longest time. So you're familiar with Dirty Dancing, obviously, the cat skills. If you ever went up to a resort in upstate New York, around the restaurant, in the actual place where you were eating, cats were walking because they were there to take care of the the mice problem. Yeah, and so, okay. I'd rather have cats yeah. than mice and rats. Here's the, here's the conceit <clears throat> of, of uh, Pussy, Pussy Island. Island. Frida, who is uh, Kravitz, as a young, clever Los Angeles cocktail waitress who has her eyes set on the prize, philanthropist and tech mogul Slater King, who's uh, ah, Channing Tatum. Slater King, that sounds like a name. When she skillfully maneuvers her way into King's inner circle and ultimately an intimate gathering on this private island, she is ready for a journey of a lifetime. <laughs> Despite the epic setting, beautiful people, ever-flowing champagne and late-night dance parties, Frida can sense that there's more to this island than meets the eye, something she can't quite Put her finger on in. It. Oh, in. on. <laughs> I can't put my finger in it. On it. Oh, on it. On it. You still have it wrong. <laughs> but it says it's something terrifying. I'm sure it is. Those are the last you remember time. the first time? <laughs> it was a little scary. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm up to my I'm up to what my wrist. I, what am I doing here? I'm up to my elbow. <laughs> a little scary that first time. <laughs> so anyhow, uh the island. They uh it says uh they the source said they both uh thought that the other was cool, fun and attractive but never acted on it because they were never single. Uh, they do close onset and things turned romantic fast. He is actually really funny too in in uh, the, I love the Jump Street movies. In the second Jump Street movie, uh, there's a scene where he finds out that his partner accidentally has been sort of banging the, his police captain's yeah. daughter. And he, they, they go off. It's, it seems like it goes on for six minutes where he's going, oh, like he's saying, yes, oh, my God, he's walking around. And then, it, you know, not, the, the boss is just looking at him. It's Ice Cube. And then he just finally sits down and goes, oh, OK. But it's it's such an extended 
very well done comedic scene. He's really good at it. Uh, the source continues to say they both have a lot in common. They're both very uh, active and love outdoor sports and being in the outdoors. Uh, they both work in Hollywood, but like being off the grid, too. And that's why the recent upstate getaway was so great for them. Oh, I'm glad it was good for them. She's recently divorced from Carl Glusman, uh, finalizing their split August 25th. And Tatum recently, Tatum, uh, recently split with um, uh, Jesse J., who he dated after divorcing Jenna Dewan. So in this picture, he's wearing a system of a down shirt. Yeah, we'll see where this goes. Kate Middleton and Prince William may be making a major move, according to the reports in the Sun and the Daily Mail. The move seems to be a uh, seems uh, to be a problem of convenience and their desire to be closer to the Queen, uh, according to the Sun. Uh, the Cambridges have been eyeing up properties in Windsor that would be suitable for the three children, Prince George, Princess Charlotte, and Prince Louis. Uh, the family currently splits their time between London's Kensington Palace and their Norfolk estate, Anmer Hall. Uh, according to a source, he said Anmer Hall made sense while William was a helicopter pilot in East Anglia. A lot of people forget that. And it was useful for Christmases and at Sandringham. Uh, but it doesn't really work anymore. It just doesn't work anymore. It's a little too far away for it's the weekend. Too far away. We're thinking of all coalescing our homes on Pussy Island. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the the the, the crier said yeah. welcoming people to uh, my bell. To, where is your bell? <laughs> Welcome the royal family to Pussy Island. I can't believe we're still on this. Okay, oh, we'll never get off of this. Strap in. Uh, but uh, be around all morning. They said Windsor is a perfect There's something compromise. very different about this place. I can't quite put my finger in it. On it. On it, I bet. Uh, if they do move, part of the plan will report. <laughs> Oh. We'll probably have the pair take on additional royal responsibilities. We really need to trim back those hedges. <laughs> William is next in line uh, for the throne after his father, Prince Charles. The 95-year-old queen has reportedly leaned on her family in the wake of her husband, Prince Philip's uh, death in April. So, so we'll they should get a they should get a place with one of those what do they call mother-in-law suites, like you have, Case, the uh, with your mom. Yeah. You know, put the queen in the basement. Yes. Get her, hand her the remote. Send her down. Yeah. She'll be very, very happy. This is great. I'm watching Bethlock. Uh Kim Kardashian is showing support for Caitlyn Jenner, whose episode of uh, on Netflix, Untold, has dropped. Casey was telling us about that the other day. Uh, the five-part sports-focused docuseries features the former Olympian and reality star and also tells the story of the 71-year-old's past struggles with identity. Uh, Kim, her stepdaughter, uh, yeah, her stepdaughter uh, took to Instagram stories on Sunday writing, Watch Untold. A top one photo, and uh, she added in another slide, wait this doc through. You know, the the first time that Caitlin had to sit down, was it, I forget who it was with, was it with Diane Sawyer, I think, maybe. And that, that initial thing where everyone was sort of confused and didn't know quite what was going on, that conversation, I think, went a tremendous way to showing just how conflicted um, Bruce at the time was throughout uh, the early life. And this, was, this wasn't just, hey, I'm, I'm going to take this out for a spin. Right. This is something he, he, she now, Caitlin, had always felt. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Kim uh, got trolled on social for listening to her ex-husband's new album, Donda, on mute. Yeah. She posted uh, pictures of herself listening to Kanye West's latest, and the volume was turned all the way down. So some people pointed that out. How could they tell? I didn't. I didn't see the picture. My son was telling me about it. <laughs> I didn't see it either. Okay. Casey, you were know. telling us that we need to listen to. Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is for 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 later, I guess. Or? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, 
when I sent that text yeah. and when I talked to you guys about it last night, I had listened to it. Since then, I have heard some things about the title track. Uh, Are we talking poopity scoop territory? Or no, it's about his mom. I didn't know that prior to when I. So when I heard the track, I was like, "This." Is dumb. It is crap. Why are you wasting my time with forty nine seconds of this of this nonsense? All now, right. So we I can play it for you, and because we don't have to spend a whole lot of time for it on it. But uh, right. let me. This is the title track from Donda, and so before you judge, uh, there there is a story behind All right. this. Do we need to know the story so we can uh, not be judgmental as we're listening? <laughs> do you want to the? It? Do you want? Well, I kind of want you to hear it the I, way I, I heard it. Give it to Donda. 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 I hate it. Turn it off. Okay. But wait, so. hold on. So, but Casey, I, so that's what I heard when I originally listened to it. I, I don't. Is that part of the song? I don't think that's part of the song. What do you mean? It that is the song. Like you have the track. Like that's that's it. the track. So, like because I clicked a link and that's all it did. It didn't do anything else. I said there has to be more to this. And then I went to a live version of it, and he's actually. Singing or rapping or whatever. Okay, so Let me play a little more of it. Yeah, I mean that's all that is. Is the whole song? The song is fifty nine seconds long. Fifty nine seconds, and it's just that over and over. Yeah. So, so that's like a preamble into. So that is called that's right. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. All right. So that's the the title track. It's the first song. First song on the album. It's called Dund. Donda, 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 Donda Chant, Donda Chant. Yes. So then there is a song, Kathy, on the album as well called Donda. Oh, okay. So so this and his mom's name is Donda West. Okay. So this is also apparently didn't she die during after a plastic surgery? That's like her final heartbeat sound. Oh, oh! So it's to that rhythm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it has meaning. It has meaning. Okay, oh. if so, you look, at, so it's that. it's it's arty. Actually, yeah. that's yeah. that's a very arty thing to do. So, and by arty, I don't mean like a man's like name. Like a man, but they, that, uh, that could be the truth. Hey guys, I'm arty. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm arty, 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 arty. Um, but actually, that is a nice tribute. Yeah. Um, uh, if if you look into the now it's, upon the surface, you put it on, you listen to it, and you go, "What the hell no. is this?" But with uh, with explanation, mm-hmm. um, in in an artistic uh, point of view, that's very sweet, actually. Yeah. So so okay. exa- exactly. So I didn't know. It goes know th- into this. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> no, no, it's um, you know the thing. By the way, not to go too much into Kanye territory, but did uh, the I think the music uh, company released. The album before he was ready to have it released, correct? Oh, I don't know right. any of the story. But regardless, it's it's already selling incredibly. Okay, good. All right, cool. Um, so anyhow, Donda. She was uh, she was listening to it. Kim was listening to it apparently with the volume all the way down. <laughs> Maybe it's just that part. She yeah, turned down. This is stupid. You know I mean? <laughs> Let me get past this. So. <laughs> all right, uh, what else I have here for you? Oh, John Stewart's uh, new current affairs series. The problem with John Stewart officially has a premiere date. Uh, he will return to. Uh, it says, uh, Stewart's return to news. There we it's go. It's going to be, uh, oh, okay. Sorry. We'll premiere on Apple TV plus on September 30th, followed by new episodes every other week. Uh, the series official podcast will also be available, uh, that same day on Apple podcasts with new episodes dropping every week. Now the tease for the series, uh, features John getting ready for the show while 24 K magic by Bruno Mars plays, uh, and he's, he's putting on a suit and he's getting right. all dressed and all of a sudden he looks in the mirror and then he freaks out 
And he's like, dear God, what happened? The hell happened to my face? Uh, and then he says, why would I go back to a visual medium? Because uh, he hasn't shaven or anything. No, he's no, unshaven yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, the problem with John Stewart is described as a multiple season, single issue series that aims to dive deep into the most important topics in today's America. According to Apple's press release in the show, uh, Stewart will be in discussion with people who are impacted by the issue as well as those who have a hand in creating the impact. Uh, together, they will discuss tangible steps that can lead to a solutionary path forward. Uh, the show's companion podcast uh, will extend each episode's conversation featuring the staff members. And uh, the problem with John Stewart is part of his multi-year deal with Apple TV Plus and is hosted and executive produced by Stewart through his Busy Boy Productions. So Apple TV, uh, Apple Plus, uh, the biggest show right now has to be Ted Lasso, right? I would think so. With all the nominations and everything. Yeah. And then so. you have Mythic Quest, which does very well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, more, I'm not really more... watching. Servant is the only other thing that I've watched right. on Apple. There's Apple. a show called C with Jason Momoa, and it's about, you know, the, the, oh, the future yeah. of the blind. And, and I, I watched it for a bit, and it's it's really becomes actually at a certain point annoying. Yeah. Because it's, they can do everything. They're Never. basically... They 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 have armies. They have battles. They have villages. They're doing everything. That, everything. So the the sightless thing really has no right import. It just might, they might as well be blind. Able to see. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like else one person show? can can see right. Yeah, they call them see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, morning show is another one that's on that uh, okay. on Apple Plus that the second season's yeah. coming out seventeenth. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell, B- Billy Crudup. That's a great show. Yep, I may want to check that one out too. Uh, Seth Rogen is known for many things, iconic film roles, marijuana entrepreneurship, and a love of sharing stories. All of that is coming together with a new podcast launched in tandem with Stitcher, uh, Storytime with Seth Rogen. Uh, He sat down with Vulture to discuss it, and Rogen says it's all about sharing untold tales. He said, I'll try to honor the story and its stakes in your life. That's something I'm trying to reflect. The story might seem low stakes in the grand scale of the universe, but to the people experiencing them, even if the story is just like how you accidentally insulted someone in your head, it could be as though you're in the midst of Michael Clayton. Uh, it's an exercise in distilled storytelling to me, trying to put the audience in the head of the storyteller and make it as cinematic an experience as possible. Interesting concept. So a while ago, we, you know, there's a big convention a few years ago here in Philadelphia talking about podcasts and digital media and all that stuff. And at that time, I think the count on separate podcasts, not episodes, but separate series podcasts, something around 700,000, 800,000. It's only gotten much more since then. And even somebody like Seth Rogen with a podcast, to have a show, a podcast click and rise above the noise of the others is very hard. Uh, well, he'd be interviewing famous people like Paul Rudd and right. Pete Brunson, uh, but also regular people that he's inherently interested in. Uh, some are people, he said, I do not know and have been referred to me by others because I've asked a lot of people I know personally if they knew anybody in their life who's always told you this story and they felt should have a larger audience. Is there uh, some <laughs> of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known, to, uh, been come to known as? I really should host this podcast, shouldn't <laughs> yeah. I? Because I know ask what? the questions. I- I'll say something that I'm sure you agree with. Stop the podcast and complete the third season of The Boys. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Please. Uh, on what's next, he said, I've never been uh, someone to project 
what the future is because from a young age, things far surpass any expectations I had. The last 20 years, it's just been a constant state of holy S, this is crazy. I don't know where it'll go, but if we stayed here, I'd be totally fine. So we'll see how that does for him. Uh, Jungle Cruise surged past $100 million at the domestic box office this weekend. It looks like Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt will deliver a sequel soon enough. So there you go. Of course, I saw it. Did you see it? I did not. It's cute. Yeah. It's it's it, there. It's form. It's basically the Mummy, the movie, the Mummy. Uh, really? You know, yeah. So it's it's you know uh, he's the the lovable rogue and and and, or, and countless other movies. They're so likable. You you get invested in it. Right. So it you know big big effects. And, okay. And uh, it, it's clearly yeah. was the whole intent from the beginning right. was a franchise. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the director, Jomé Collet-Sera... I thought it was him. Uh, ...will also <laughs> return, so... Um, Apple Studios is reuniting Marvel alums Scarlett Johansson and, uh, Chris Evans in Ghosted, a rom-com or a rom-action adventure, uh, with Dexter Fletcher set to direct. Uh, of course, they worked together in three Avengers films, as well as Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War. I like so their chemistry. They have a, they have a great chemistry, so... Uh, we'll see uh, how they do as a couple, which yeah. is, I assume, since it's a romantic action adventure, that they're going to be in a relationship in this movie. So if you're Colin Jost and uh, your wife is going to work every day uh, in a rom-com with Chris Evans, how do you how do you process that? Um, Put your head under the pillow for like cry. six months yeah, and wait, wait for it to be over. Well, that would be a hard accept, one. Accept or, the reality. Or you be a cuck because yeah, oh who wouldn't want to see watch that? this? Yeah. Just let me watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly has teamed with rapper Mod Sun and announced that they will be making their theatrical directorial debut yeah. <laughs> with a new film called Good Morning with AU. Uh, the two of them wrote the screenplay together and will be uh, playing characters in the film. The cast also includes Megan Fox, big shocker there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doug Cameron and also Pete Davidson and several others. You know, Megan Fox has actually started to come into her own. She's getting roles and getting accolades. There's one where she was um, just out recently where her hu- she's has an abusive husband. She goes to visit him one last time. Um, he handcuffs her to him and then he kills himself. Oh, And dude. so she's... Um, having to move him around the house, and there are people coming to kill him that are probably going to kill her. Wow. And so she's she's actually pretty good. Okay, well, she and uh, Machine Gun are going to be Machine Gun. Uh, Mr. Machine, your table's ready. Hey, one last story. Uh, the DC Universe has many famous villains, including the Penguin, Harley Quinn, and the Joker, and now it's Poison Ivy's turn to take the spotlight in CW's Batwoman series as the channel confirmed that they had cast the character for season three. Pamela Isley, a.k.a. Poison Ivy, is set to make her debut as an adversary of uh, Javisha Leslie's Ryan Wilder in the forthcoming season. I've not seen any of this. Uh, no, I tapped out. Uh, I, I, the, the show was, was pretty good, and then they started having so many cast changes. I'm like, okay, forget well, this. Well, you might want to tap in because it was announced, and you know this gal, Steve, Bridget Reagan will be taking on the role as, uh, as Poison Ivy. So you know her yeah. uh, from Agent Carter. Yeah. Oh, so I love her. First season. She's also she was also in the last ship. Uh she is stunningly beautiful and uh, can play a real badass. All right. Uh so uh, Isley by the way is described as a former botany student of Gotham University who was a passionate brilliant scientist 
with a mind of changing the world for the better. Uh, but following an experiment that saw her get injected with various plant toxins, she plans to achieve her goals and do what she thinks is right by any means necessary. Do you know one of the best renderings of Poison Ivy is uh, in the Arkham video games? They, I mean, that, so she's supposed to be very seductive. And I, like, I don't think Uma Thurman pulled it off in that. Well, nothing was really yeah. successful in the George Clooney Batman. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, no, this could work then, Preston. Consider me reconsidering. By the way, she has previously appeared, like I said, in shows like Agent Carter, also Jane the Virgin, and Paradise Lost. Uh, in Agent Carter, Reagan played Soviet sleeper agent named Dottie Underwood, who was one of the first to come out of the Black Widow program, by the way. Uh, so if you're into the MCU and you haven't seen uh, Agent Carter yet, there's some really good stuff that goes back uh, and uh, kind of ends up fleshing out later on in the movie. She's also a uh, bartender at the Continental in the John Wick movies. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, we're ready for clips All now. Right. The animated sitcom Archer has returned for a 12th season in this clip. Aisha Tyler describes the appeal that keeps the show rolling. The show is obviously very body, very kind of edgy, but at its core, these people are, they really love each other. They're trying to do their best under extreme circumstances because they're also you know, international super spies. Um, and really, Archer is kind of the, 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 the edgiest of office comedies. Yeah! Uh, the newest episode of Archer airs Wednesday night, 10 p.m., and that's on FXX. Uh, here's the next clip for you. Changing the Legend of the Ten Rings picks up following the events of Avengers Endgame. And here, star uh, Simu Lee uh, shares a fascinating fact about the fans of the film. That people had reverse-engineered the, the superhero suit and, wore, and were able to, like, cosplay... But it was, like, movie accurate. Like, it was really, really good. I, I, I remember the first time I saw one, I was, I was like, it took me for a loop because I was like, did you, did you steal that from Marvel Studios? <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings premieres in theaters this Friday. And you know what? I'll give away a pair of tickets to our screening Whoa, nice. tomorrow night to caller number 12. Right now it's at 7 p.m. at the UA, UA King of Prussia. 215-263-WMMR. Let's set you up with those tickets. All right? Uh, and that's the entertainment report for today. Why don't we take a break, come back in a second, and see where this morning goes for all of us. We will return in just a sec. Stay put. Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia presents M.M. Barbecue. Saturday, September 25th at BB&T Pavilion. And now, through August 31st only, you can pre-order your MMRBQ concert shirt at the WMMR.com Rock Shop. Guaranteed delivery before the show. Featuring Jane's Addiction, The Offspring, and Cheap Trick. Plus, every ticket gets general admission for the first five bands. Dirty Honey. Dorothy. Gang Van Halen, Aaron Jones, and Foxtrot and the Get Down. MMRBQ 2021. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rented by live. Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. In the heart of South Philly. Game on. Interesting story out of the uh, U.S. Open tennis matches uh, that are taking place. <laughs> yes, um, and you'll have to help me because I don't uh, I don't follow tennis. But Stefanos uh, Sitsipas is that how you say his name? Yeah, let's go with that. Sitsipas. Yeah, 
Uh, he apparently um, was he was against Andy Murray, and um, he took a medical timeout, and then he took a lengthy bathroom break, and Andy Murray's complaining that he took too long in the bathroom. Kind of threw, threw off his mojo. Yeah, threw him off. He said, yeah. it's just disappointing because I feel it influenced the outcome of the match. He said, I'm not saying that I necessarily win that match for sure, but it had influence on what was happening after those breaks. Was he winning before this all happened? So Satsipas won the tightly contested marathon match, which, by the way, it was like, it was just under five hours yeah, long. Yeah, crazy. Uh, crazy long. So he, uh, Satsipas won the, uh, the marathon match 2-6, uh, 7-6, uh, 3-6, in four hours and 49 minutes. Uh, and the number three seed and the 2021 French Open finalist received medical treatment on his left foot after losing the third set and then went to the bathroom after winning the fourth set. Uh, Murray complained on the court about how long Sitsipas was uh, taking in the bathroom at the time and again once play had resumed. Uh, and Murray remained frustrated when speaking to the media following the match. He said, the issue is you can't stop the way, uh, you can't stop the way that that affects you physically. He said, when you're playing a brutal match like that, you know, stopping for seven, eight minutes, you do cool down. You can prepare for it mentally as much as you like, but it's the fact that it does affect your you physically uh, when you take a break that long. Well, multiple times during the match, he said. I think that uh, when he took the medical timeout, it was just after I had won the third set. Also in the fourth set, when I had Love 30, he chose to go. I uh, said, I don't know if he changed his racket or what he was doing, but yeah... Uh, it can't be coincidence that it's happening at those moments. He said, I don't believe his foot was causing him any issue at all. <laughs> the match went on for another two and a bit hours after that or something. He was fine, moving great, I thought. I'm surprised they don't have a, a time limit on bathroom breaks. Which, by the way, Satipa said that uh, he didn't break any rules and that he was yeah. changing his clothes in the bathroom. He said, I don't I don't think I broke any rules. I played by the guidelines. Right. How everything is. Uh, definitely something for both of us to kind of chat about and make sure. I don't know how my opponent feels when I'm out there playing the match. It's not really my priority. He well, said. I mean, so this, this, uh, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, you know, yes, rules are rules and you can play within the guidelines, but there is, um, I, I just standard protocol. It's like, you know, like, so does, did anybody else, does anybody else on a somewhat regular basis do what this guy did? I don't know. You could say, okay, yeah, it's in the rules, but yeah, you're kind of being a dick. You know? Well, yeah, I, I I don't know. It was now the 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 fact that it was a marathon match and and you know they were they were both run down completely figures into it. But the you know I I, I do believe both sides of this. I believe it can throw you off your game. Now he's not saying he lost <clears throat> expressly because of this. Right. He's saying it might have been a contributing factor. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's got a good point. I mean, you know, you get such a rhythm uh, in any sport, really. But like when you have to take a break in the middle of a tennis match, especially. You know, more than halfway through, like it totally throws off your rhythm. It, it throws off your like your body chemistry, your heat, it, like everything that you've had going for the first few rounds. And, I agree with that. And but in the other guy's defense, if he had to go to the bathroom, he had yeah. to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yes, so, and if you're allowed to take a break, yeah. take a break. You know? So you know, you know. Listen, taking a, a liberties with a bathroom run is is 
is a standard thing. Man, I used to do it in school all the time. That's exactly what I was thinking. You just, I need all a break. And how long? I didn't your... have to go to the bathroom at all. <laughs> and I would ask to go to the bathroom and just linger in there for a while. What and was I was your just longest? delaying the inevitable. Yeah. Whatever, whatever I was avoiding. <laughs> right. It was stupid for me to do it anyway. Can I make it to graduation? <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, what was the longest? You can you have a best I estimate? I don't remember. You know, nothing long, nothing yeah. longer than you know, like 10 minutes or something like that. I, I never did good... that because I was always afraid that then when I had to go to the bathroom, I wouldn't, it, it <laughs> yeah. like I'd already have let, used yeah. up my chance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when you talk about beating the system, you know, my mom worked with a guy who would take his lunch break and the second he got back from his lunch break would then go to the bathroom and hang in there for like an hour. An and like, hour? Honestly, that's yeah, re- ridiculous. Case, I, I believe that. And I tell you what, so, so I'll go in and, and you know, um, I, I'm very regular. I'm so regular. Right. So I have my times and I go and, and that's part of the deal. <clears throat> and I'll go in. And then I'll maybe go back later on to wash my hands, and I'll see the same feet, like under a st- like the. I'll see people that seemingly yeah. have been in the bathroom for an hour. But plus. this is like a like a one person bathroom, so it's not like oh, well, you know what I mean. So it's like obvious. totally, pri- yeah. it's way yeah. you know not as obvious, and uh, and you know you don't know what that person's doing. He could have been taking a nap for all she knew. I, right? I've had friends that have hate, hated their jobs over the years, and they would take any opportunity at any point in the day <laughs> yeah, sure. to go uh, cigarette breaks. I mean, I had friends that. Uh, liked smoking more after the job than before they started there because it, the, the the habit got them out of work for a little bit and and bathroom so, breaks were included in it so yeah. it was just one of these things where like anything that they could do to get away from their desk that was allowed they would do you think there are people that have started smoking just so they could yes. have cigarette I, I breaks know, yes I know too really because they hated just their on, jobs wow and so it became this thing where they're like you know what at least we get fifteen minutes outside during the day Steve what if you use candy cigarettes oh yeah. <laughs> Instead, Look, yeah, the sugar. It's, it, it's lit. It was an episode uh, on Friends. Rachel yeah. Jennifer smoking. Jennifer, because so she, yep. she said all the other employees got extra breaks because yes. they could go out and smoke. So she started smoking so she could get the extra break. And not only oh, that, Kathy, funny. it was a networking opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. you don't do a lot of networking in the bathroom. Yeah. But I'll tell you this: I will guarantee you that the phone. With all the apps yeah. and everything oh, yeah. has Almost significantly definitely. added to bathroom oh, breaks. You got something to do in there. Yes. yes. You've got plenty to do in there. You're, right. My God, the world is at your fingertips in there. <laughs> you know? You can actually conduct business. I will do that. I will do that at home. I will linger on the bowl and play Scrabble or How long? whatever I'm doing. How long oh, can not, you go for? Not a crazy amount of time. Like Paul Rudd in uh, This is 40? Exactly. I'm yeah. literally in there playing Scrabble like he was. <laughs> Uh, but no, I don't. I don't spend a ton of time. It'll be just be an extra five minutes, maybe, or something like that. But I'm not one to linger on the bowl for a long amount of time. Number one, you, my legs start to hurt after a while. It's so, it's, you know. it's bad for you, but sometimes you lose track of time. Now I have a there's a radiator in front of me in uh, in my bathroom, and there is so there's a cover over it mm-hmm. that presents me with sort of a desktop. Ah, and on that desktop, I have a uh, mm-hmm. an iPad. I don't use that much, right? So it becomes a little office where I can poop in my office chair. Okay, <clears throat> and uh, and so sometimes that's a really good way to look at it. Yes, and Nick, sometimes oh, yeah. you are conducting business, right? And you realize that. There's nothing left in your body to come out, and you're just sitting there. Here's an interesting little rhyme. Someone texted over. It says, boss makes dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Okay. Isn't that Walt Whitman? 
Uh, I think it might have been yeah. women. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go to, hang on a second, I'm going to go to Steve. Hi, Steve, good morning. Good morning, rock and roll. Rock and roll, Steve, what's up? I just wanted to tell you the story. Uh, when I was in the fourth grade, uh, me and a friend of mine would always excuse ourselves to go to the bathroom at the same time. <laughs> right. Just so we could fight. So you could fight? Time. Just so we could fight. Every you, day. Wait, you mean like an actual fight club based in the bathroom? Yes. And well, just me and this one friend. And if other friends happen to join in, then yeah. I usually didn't fight my friends. Um, right. Was this uh, like like play fighting, or were you guys really oh, kicking no. each other's asses? No, we we were we were knocking ourselves senseless. Like we come back from the bathroom with black eyes and busted lips. No, there's something wrong with you, Steven. <laughs> it was bathroom fight club. Don't talk about bathroom fight club. That's literally what that is. Yeah, the fight. And were, was it just you two in fight club? Yes. Wow. And Why? would the winner come back with, with instead of a belt, a toilet seat over his arm? Right. <laughs> Why would you do this, Stephen? Uh, we don't know. We were in <laughs> okay. the fourth grade. Uh, so we just kind of thought it was just normal. Are you guys still friends? No, I actually can't even remember the kid's name. Oh, really? Oh, all that time spent beating each other senseless, and you lost that. Yeah, traumatic brain injury will do that to you. <laughs> yes, yes. Possibly. All right. Come back with this big, giant cardboard hat <laughs> and did a black you, eye. Uh, Steven, did you guys ever get in trouble for that? Like spending uh, too no. much time in the no, bathroom? None of the kids ratted us out, ever. No, we never got in trouble. Wow. So okay. I remember sometimes, Preston, some teachers Thanks, would man. be on that bathroom break, like if you asked to go to the bathroom, which I never, virtually never did, like Kathy's thing. I said, I, I want to save this if I really need it. Yeah. But uh, they would watch that clock and you were, you know, they'd make sure you weren't away. And then my, I remember a science teacher I had, the kid, uh, I think the kid's name was Paul. He'd go off. We'd see maybe a year later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, where did you go? Well, you remember summer school. Yeah. There's a, the one kid they saw on the first day, and the last day he comes in to take us his exam. He goes, where have you been? Bathroom. And he holds up, he's like, his bathroom. <laughs> my zipper and got stuck. the bathroom key. Then my zipper got stuck. Zipper got stuck. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I there there are people, I would imagine there are some, some work environments where that the bathroom is your safe haven. I didn't I didn't abuse it much but when we at our old radio station Y100, yes. we had a single stall. We had it just it was it because it was an old apartment essentially and a carpeted floor. And a carpeted floor and everything like that and you could that that was I'm getting away from everybody. It was for the next 5 or 10 minutes. And we were building and a it show was nice. so we were spending inordinate amounts of time there. So that was your little getaway, and no one, no one ever checked on that bathroom. No. Let me go to Colin. Hey, Colin. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Colin? Hey. So bathroom breaks for hours, hours and a half for regular practice at where I work. Hour you know, and every half. Day, every day after lunch, my one coworker will go into the bathroom, and you can just always tell that he's going to be in there for a while. And it's always one of those things where he'll come out. And he'll be holding his stomach like, oh, uh, yeah, man, I got to stop eating this Chinese food. <laughs> or just like, duh, then stop using it. Like, obviously, if you're going to be, like, taking a crap for so long. Is he really doing that he's or is not. he just he's, lying? He's avoiding his work, Colin. Yeah. And, and do you guys ever call him out on that? Uh, frequently. You know, we have the inside jokes about it where he just, you know, he'll come in and, you know, oh, yeah, no, he's going to the office. And then he'll wonder why he's not making enough money. And it's like, well... You take an hour lunch, and then you go into the bathroom for an hour. What do you expect? Right. 
It's two hours. Um, that's interesting. Now, listen, if you if you have uh, Crohn's or colitis or something like that. That's or, a medical or, uh, issue. IBS uh, um, or IBD. Uh, then yeah, I understand that you've got you've you've got to go in there and do that. But if you don't have medical proof that you have a, a regular problem, then you're just you're avoiding your work. By the way, to that point, Preston, can an employer, if they notice that someone is in the bathroom for an inordinate amount of time, is that is that a it's got is that it, a violation? It has to be right because you, you couldn't do say, have people that have, like Crohn's and colitis. It, I mean, you guys that's like, a legitimate it, reason. It's no joke. Like I right. have a friend who does he he has to spend hours in the bathroom. Right. And it, it's 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 actually devastating because it's hard for him to go to work. He can't travel. He right. can't get on a plane. So you're terrified. You, you but, can't step into that territory. Right. Well, yeah, my daughter has it, so I've, I've I know exactly what what he's dealing with. But but I think Steve's question is as an employer. <laughs> Can you say, hey, Bill, come here for a second. Bring me your stool sample next yeah. week. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You can't, like, do you no. want to step into that territory and, uh, no. and, I don't know. and I, face I, somebody I, like that who does actually have an well, issue? Then, but then at least you, you understand that they're not shirking their duty. Right. They're, they're, they're having like their duty. Like this guy here who's saying he's Chinese food yeah. right. is his downfall. I, yeah. I almost feel like you have an obligation to at least Go let your... them? No, oh. no, to let your employer know that I have this, oh, yeah. this issue. Like, when you are are shirking your responsibilities, especially if you're if you're in a position or a job where if you're not doing your job, then somebody else is picking up your slack. Like the place that my mom worked at, this guy would sit in the bathroom for an hour, hour and a half, all the while somebody else had to do his job. Like that's not cool. Like that, I that is, like guess what? <clears throat> yeah. my, I say this to my son all the time. Right. Like nobody wants to do their homework, but everybody's got to do it. Right. You yeah. just got to do it. We can fight about this all day long, but guess what? At the end of the day, yeah. you got to do it. And so whoever this part, like, guess what? Nobody really likes to do their job. <laughs> I was at I was at a a, a, a business <clears throat> recently. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, and and my um, the, I I went to go use the bathroom, and it was there was an employer in there. There was an employee in there. One of the other employees was outside. Yeah. And I, I said, oh, okay, I'll come back. And and she kind of made the gesture like, with this guy, mm-hmm. you don't even try. Like, this was the, uh, clearly the employee who dominated the bathroom, oh, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, let's go to uh, Sean has a similar story. Hi, Sean, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Thanks, man. Hey, uh, so we got a guy in our shop. Uh, he's an operator for us. And... This guy is, he's been here for many, many years. And this is kind of the reason why we don't bother him that much. But he will literally be in the bathroom so much that the guys in the shop have started calling the bathroom his office. That's, yeah, so that's yeah, it's a common, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to go over to John's office and uh, and talk with him for a little bit. Well, we can't say that, <laughs> but uh, Sean. Sorry. Question: The question is: Is he really going to the bathroom, or is he just just uh, wasting time? The, he's definitely wasting time. I mean, we're coming up on like an hour, you know, sometimes half an hour. Most of the time, it's about a half an hour. Does he ever come out with a movie review? <laughs> the one time somebody saw him with a uh, a newspaper coming out, and we're like, seriously. Like, come on, dude. Well, the newspaper's standard. That's standard. Yeah, I, I mean, mean you're going to, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, even that, that makes sense. So you, you take a look at the headlines. When you're going in with a laptop, 
<laughs> or or like like uh you know like a projector. That's when people are going to ask questions. All right. So thank you for your call. By the way, here's a text that says uh, bathroom. Sometimes bathroom stall naps at work are clutch. Bathroom stall. Have you ever taken no. a nap in no. a bathroom no, stall? No. And that's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Well, Kathy's just disgusted. <laughs> How can you fall asleep in there? It's the corral. Oh my god. And, 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 actually, to to. To be able to fall asleep in the bathroom or sitting on the toilet? No. I think if you were to sit... Now, now you couldn't do it with these toilets, but like the toilet that was the one you talked about in uh, Y100. Yeah, you could find a place to... Curl up you and face the other way and and cross your arms over. Sink. Right. Oh, yeah, there was a sink. There was a vanity right there next to go. it. There you, you go. You gotta lean over and, and rest your head like uh, like you would on a desk yeah. or something right. like that. But don't you get I, don't you get pins and needles after you a do. while? I do. You do. Yeah. yeah. But if you're absolutely exhausted, I mean, just wiped out. You you know you went out late the night before and maybe you had to. Yeah, I could probably see that. But if you're doing it on the regular, just uh, I'm gonna go take my little siesta here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, think about how many, how much time you could burn off in the course of a day. Because we've all had those jobs that are just life sucking. Yeah, you know where. Yeah, I, but that's the thing. Like there, there are a, a few different um, avenues we could go down here. Where I'm like, you know what? Okay, I get it. That's not that big right. of a deal. Like, yeah, you know, get your rest or whatever. Uh, and that's usually like, okay, if you are doing this and you're spending an hour in the bathroom, if you're um, your duties don't fall on somebody else's <laughs> duties again. Duties. If your duties responsibilities like, like, don't fall on somebody else's shoulders, then like, okay, well, whatever. Then you know that's that's between you and your boss. But when you are doing this and somebody else has to pick up your slack as a result, like, yeah. you're an a hole. Bottom line is, be a big boy, uh-huh. be a big girl, uh-huh. whatever it is. Do your freaking job. Kathy, are you in here? Pinch it off already. <laughs> Pinch that. Pinch it off and get back to work. Oh, my God. That's just... <laughs> Kathy, are you in here? Playing cable? Pinch that off and get back to work. But I wonder if that's something that they you can be approached, if it's becoming a problem and... and I. You know, yeah, I was if, just if curious. An HR or a boss can say, no. "Listen, this is a little embarrassing, but I need to ask I you this." I don't think they're can... spending a lot of time in the bathroom. Is that necessary? I, yeah, <clears throat> I, yeah, I don't know, man. I think for fear of it possibly being something medically related, I don't think that they can conclude. Yeah, think... do you have a poop issue? <laughs> no, I think you can volunteer the information and let your right, boss know, right. like Casey was saying. But like, if you, I don't think the boss can come to you. I think you, the employer, <laughs> if you're not doing your job, the boss can absolutely come to you. No, they, I'm saying yeah. because of the fear-related thing, because yeah. of the medical issue, that mm. they can't. Maybe you're having a very difficult period right now. Are <laughs> <laughs> you on the rag? Or or a tenacious bowel movement? <laughs> Is your hand flowing down or oh you're just God. crabbing a river? <laughs> what, I can't ask this? It depends on the boss, really. <laughs> he really wouldn't know what to do if he could or not. I'm going to go to Justin. Hey, Justin, good morning. Hey, Gedzooks. Gedzooks, man, what's up? So, back in my younger years, I used to work overnight um, in a warehouse and you know, working overnight stinks. You know, you get tired. So I used to go into the bathroom. I mean, we had you know ninety employees there, so it was hard to keep track of people. But I would go into the into the bathroom stall, and I would take my boots off and turn them well to face the front of the <laughs> oh my god, you know the stall. And right. I would sit on the toilet the reverse way and face the wall. Oh my and god! Use, <laughs> use the toilet tank as yeah. the resting area to sleep on. That was my oh, me- my methodology. That's so funny! You would actually take your boots or your <laughs> shoes off. 
to make them face that way. Yeah, that way if somebody looked under the stall, they'd see my feet are pointing the right direction. Okay. body was not. Couple of questions here. How long could you get away with uh, taking a nap? Um, I, I would pass out for easily an hour. They would and, they, Nobody would know. There's so many people in that warehouse. They that's the key. That's the key. In, in a limited uh, employee scenario, that's going to be more difficult. But you said, uh, uh, Justin, that you had about 90 employees. Uh, yeah, all, all right. over that building. They couldn't keep track of you. Your right. managers couldn't. I didn't do it every night, but there were certain <laughs> nights you're just like, this ship sucks. I'm tired. I'm taking a nap. And, and you, you know, and I used to work in the freezer, so I had this big, comfy freezer suit on, you know, so, like, none of my body parts touched the toilet. It was kind of padded. You know? Oh, my God. All right, so, question. Would you uh, wow. would you set an alarm on your phone or anything like that to wake up or just wake up when you woke up? No, nah, I would just wake up, you know, as soon as, like, drool hit my hand. Then I'd wake up and go, holy crap, i get you back to work. So the drool from your mouth would wake you. Listen, well, so the longest you did was an hour? Did you ever exceed? Uh, I've gone past an hour, you know. Um, I mean, do you, Now, do you snore, Justin? Yes, I do, and I always feared that. So I, I think that's what the drool was. That was the pre-snoring. The sign that said, wake up, dude, get the hell out of here before they come in. I snore. You know, you can hear it, you know, three states away. So. Wow. Kathy? Um, right, wow, thanks, that's man. amazing. Appreciate thanks. it. Sure yep. is. Uh, that's that's going to great lengths. <laughs> he's wearing like a freezer suit. Yep. He's got his system. The shoes are off. He's taking a nap. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh my uh, God. So, Nicole works in HR. Maybe she yes, can maybe she can clarify how this. you approach someone who either who you may be suspect right. of that is uh, this thing long, regular, or, you know, just uh, breaks all the time. How do you slalom that? Yeah. Hi, Nicole. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey guys, love you. Oh, thank you. you so much. So, how do you handle something like this? Um, we would, I would approach an employee and say, "Listen, it's come to our attention that you were stuck of bathroom breaks. If you have a medical issue, do you want to apply for intermittent FMLA, which is family and medical leave? That's assuming the employer is ah. covered by that law." All right, okay, so, so, so Nicole, you, that's uh, how you approach it, Nicole. So, yeah. just, just, I'm just, just curious. The very so you are within um, legal rights um, to to approach an employee that you perceive as being excessive in their bathroom breaks and inquire as to the reason why. Well, we, I wouldn't necessarily ask them what the problem is. She's okay. Offering, offering. Ah, yeah. there's the key. All right, yeah. yeah so, Preston so, just clarify. So you can you can okay, approach someone and and offer something, yes. not necessarily ask him. You can say this is available. Should this be necessary for you? By the way, we know you're a liar. <laughs> Wait, but Nicole, who can do that? You as an HR employee or the boss? Um, usually, the supervisor would refer the employee to the HR department, and then we would discuss it with them. So yeah, okay. So the boss okay. wouldn't necessarily be able to do this directly, but someone in HR would be able to approach the employee. Right. I mean, the supervisor could say, listen, if there's a problem, you can talk to HR about, you know, getting, you know, intermittent FMLA. And I don't really, honestly, I don't know how that covers, like, just being away from, like, a production line for periods of time. Right. Cover them if they're missing work. Like, if they call out or they're late or something and it's related to that medical condition, they're covered. So I I wonder, I wonder at at what point, Nicole, say if someone's... And it's I can't even imagine a horrible situation where you say you are a, a Crohn's sufferer. Any anything that might make you have to step away from from work for a little bit during the course of a day. But but is there a point at which the employer can say, "I understand, but it this isn't 
this provides no service for me to keep you on the payroll. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I assume that's where it gets touchy because you can't... How do you negotiate that? No, in, I think in if, other somebody, words, if, if somebody's some, not doing their job, you right, can let them go. Right. But, I mean, so how does it work, Nicole? Well, I mean, if, if, we have, if we have documentation of a true medical issue, you do have to be careful. However, we do have employees. Again, it's, we don't have an issue with people necessarily taking excessive breaks, but people who might appear to be abusing the time. Right. Um, we can ask the doctor to recertify. Like, we'll get someone, oh, they're constantly taking off Mondays and Fridays, and it's FMLA-related. So we'll send a note to the doctor saying, is it necessary for this person to be missing Mondays and Fridays? Okay. Okay. Because then you can fall if somebody does have a uh, a medical problem, they can fall under the Americans with Disabilities Act, I assume. Right. Nicole. Right, that too, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But All right. you do have to be careful. No, right. uh, and for, for both parties. I mean, Thank the you. employer and yeah. the employee, yeah. Yeah. Um, hang on a second. I'm going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, Chris? Hey, uh, so I just wanted to say I had a friend. Uh, he works in a warehouse area. And there was a lot of trucks coming in and off, deliveries, a lot of pallets being unloaded. And he had an employee that was constantly going to the bathroom, like every hour, every two hours. And they had to get HR involved. And they talked to him and they said, hey, you know what's going on? You okay? And the guy actually went to his doctor and he got a doctor's note to prove that he had irritable bowel syndrome. Okay. And he had medical rights to go to the bathroom as often as he wanted to. Sure. Okay, well, that yeah, would make that sense. sense. Yeah. Yes. And, and 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 to Kathy's point earlier about Thanks, uh, uh, people who have to, you know, to try to live their lives in in, in light of that, it's, yeah, it's yeah. very difficult. It's the people who are going in there. Yeah, and that are trying to get away with and something. And turning their boots around. Yes! <laughs> I mean, oh my God. I mean, at some point he got in there and he's, he's in the stall and he's like, you know what? I can yeah. do this. I can make this work I for me. I can do this. You know what? If I got a, if I take a Snuggie yeah. and I hook it on the coat thing on the back of the door, I'm suspended up. Oh, my God. You can't see my feet. Right. I wonder if he went. It's like a sleep pouch. I wonder if he went to the lengths where he got like <laughs> boots that came up like mid calf. Sure. Uh-huh. So they're high enough. If you look right. under the stall, it would actually look like legs as opposed to just shoes. You could clearly see hey. that no one's feet are in those shoes. Ed, why are you always wearing those thigh high boots? <laughs> I, I wasn't real impressed. I mean, like that. Yeah, that length. Like, it's, I mean, that requires it's shirking thought, responsibility, but it's but, genius. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. thinking outside the box. You yeah. know what? We've been looking for somebody in management, Dave. Yeah. We like the way you think. Oh my god! The oh, fact man. that you scammed us for years. Uh-huh. Let's put that. Let's put that ingenuity. It's to like work. when a company hires someone who uh, hacked their computer yes. system yeah. to protect their computer system. Exactly. All right. Well, interesting. So this all kicked off from this uh, U.S. Open match, <laughs> and uh, Andy Murray thought that uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Uh, was using a bathroom break to his advantage, and, yeah, and maybe trying to get a little bit of extra rest. But uh, you can you all right. One last call. And then I was wrapping yeah, up. He's been me, on hold for. Let me go to Mike. Minutes. Hey, Mike. Good morning. What's up, bro? Yeah. What's <laughs> up, bro? Yeah. Sorry to bother you at work. Huh, huh, so, sorry to bother you at. Aren't you glad uh, we went to this guy, Casey? <laughs> What's up, Mike? So I get to work. Probably about seven o'clock, you know, just after you guys take commercial break, mm-hmm. you know, pull up. Well, first I clock in. Right. 
Clark you get, you had clock to do that. in. Clock clock in. Right. Not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> so, clock in, pull around, take out my little bowl, smoke it. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you smoking right, right now? Are you, are you doing that right now? Yeah, man, I got the bowl in my hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and you listen to us. Well, yeah, of course. Who yeah. else am I to? <laughs> so, are you technically that, on the clock that, right now, Mike? Are you getting paid right now? Well, yeah, I'm clocked in, man. Okay. All there right. we go. Yeah. Nice work by you. You guys are in the Hall of Fame. This is worthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a tough battle. You got to do what's right. You got to do what's way, wrong. I, mean, I don't know. Mike, by any chance, do you work for Beasley? Or are you one of our co-workers? No, he's an air traffic controller. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Actually, heavy machinery. Heavy machinery. Oh, that's heavy machinery. Right. Okay, he's sitting in a bulldozer out in the park. <laughs> Which state do you work in? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Um, yeah, so. All right. Well, is it, show, man. we is love it, you, is man. It, is, it, is it time to get into work now, Mike? I mean, you guys taking a break? Or yeah, what? we're gonna take a break. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Head in, buddy. Take right, it up to the call. Take it up to Hollywood trash. Yeah. All right, we'll see you, man. Have a good day. All right, on that note, we should take a break. Let Mike get to work. Please, Mike's got to get, he's got heavy yeah. machinery to operate. All right, so we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get some bizarre file stories, so make sure you stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact Me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official Super Market of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. How's about we do the bizarre file? Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. <laughs> And it is brought to you this morning by the Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. They're recruiting for alopecia, uh, areta clinical trial. Man, they're doing some cool stuff over there. Uh, men and women 18 to 65 with current episode of scalp hair loss lasting six months can sign up at Plymouth Meeting, dermatology.com. A Georgia man accused of stealing a mortuary van with a body inside from a crematory parking lot and leading police on a chase has turned himself into authorities. Uh, detectives have been looking for 23-year-old Kijan Griffin, who was the prime suspect in a number of entering autos cases. Uh, when they spotted him on Tuesday afternoon, Griffin saw the mortuary van parked outside a crematory, jumped in it, and took off. Unfortunately, according to the police captain, 
There was a body on the gurney inside, and when the suspect did take off, the gurney shot out of the oh back my God. of the van. Oh, no. Like a comedy movie. He said it ended up in the parking lot. He said, at least thankfully, it didn't go out into the road. How long did the responding uh, medics try to resuscitate the body? That's the question. <laughs> Officers Come pers- on, live! pursued the stolen van onto the interstate, and the Georgia State Patrol was requested. They uh, apparently did strike a couple. He struck a couple of vehicles. Uh, ultimately, he hit a trailer and blew a tire. Uh, Griffin ditched the vehicle and took off running a canine unit, searched a wooded area, but they were unsuccessful in locating him on, on Thursday uh, Griffin went ahead and turned himself in after the incident. It's crazy how many people leave vehicles unattended with the keys in them. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I swear to God, I walked out of, I think it was a Wawa. There was a car right there, a nice car, running with no. the keys in the... Well, not the keys, but obviously the but keys it was running be in there, yeah. nobody was in it. Yeah. Right. Uh, here's a story out of uh, Wisconsin. At least one customer at a Marshfield McDonald's was stunned on Thursday afternoon to see a cow in the back seat of a car in the drive-thru lane of the McDonald's. Uh, Jessica R. Nelson was in the drive-thru around 1 p.m. and posted a video of the strange scene on Facebook. Yes, a milkshake, please. Uh, Her post read, a whole freaking cow. She said, tell me you live in Wisconsin without telling me you live in Wisconsin. That's awesome. And that was it. Uh, in an interview, Nelson said she thought the cow was fake until she saw its head moving around. Well, thank God, because it could have been an utter catastrophe. Thank she you. said, I realized it was 100% real. No one seemed to be Aww. as interested as I was. I was the only one with my phone out. At least crack the window for the cow. Nelson found out a man named Bernie uh, bought the cow from the fair and was driving home when he decided to make a pit stop. And apparently, there were two other cabs that were in the back seat as well. You, 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 you guys hungry? So there were three cows in the back seat of the car. Wow. And, wow. Uh, yeah, so her uh, video has uh, gotten over like 100,000 views on it. So uh, she was pretty blown away by that. Uh, a man who allegedly tried to kidnap a woman on a Tennessee dog trail... Uh, found his efforts thwarted when the victim smeared his face with her dog's crap. Brilliant. Uh, yes. Brilliant. That's why I always hike with handfuls of crap. Uh, Michael James Ward, who is 47, has been arrested and charged with aggravated robbery and aggravated kidnapping. A man recognized Ward in a Knoxville convenience store from police notices about the alleged attack online. Ward had allegedly approached the woman on the dog trail asking for water grabbed her arm, punched her multiple times, and then tried to drag her into the woods. Wow. Yeah. Uh, But the woman was carrying a bag of her dog's poop, which she smeared on his face. Excellent. Uh, Ward wasn't done, though. Police said he came back to the victim, knife in hand, stole her cell phone as she tried to call 911, at which point she ran away. But that probably saved her life. Kathy, when you used to go jogging, didn't you keep a perambulator full of maggots with you? Oh, my God. Remember that? Uh. Oh, that was awful. How about this? A mountain lion that attacked a five-year-old boy in Southern California has been shot and killed by a wildlife officer's. Uh, and the 65-pound mountain lion attacked the boy while he was playing near his house on Thursday in Calabasas and dragged him about 45 yards across the front lawn. Nightmare. Uh, the boy suffered significant injuries to his head and upper torso but was in stable condition at a Los Angeles hospital. Uh, the sheriff said that the true hero of the story is his mom because she saved her son's life. The mother uh, was inside the house when she heard a commotion outside. She ran out of the house and started punching and striking the mountain lion with her bare hands and got him off of her son. So she just 
I mean, that takes maternal. Listen, you're going to do yeah. whatever it is, save your kid to save your child, but that to, to just go and start attacking a, uh, a mountain lion is pretty damn ballsy. The parents immediately drove the boy to the hospital, where law enforcement were notified of the attack and sent a wildlife officer to the scene. Once at the house, the officer discovered a mountain lion crouching in the bushes with its ears back and hissing at him. He said, due to its behavior and proximity to the attack, yeah. the warden believed it was likely the attacking lion and uh, was likely the attacking lion and the pro- uh, and to protect public safety, shot and killed it on site. Um, the subsequent DNA test confirmed the lion was the one responsible for attacking the child. So Once it made the move, it would make it again. Yeah, so they uh, they took him out. Uh, Steve, how about this? A controversial $150,000 robot dog helping the Honolulu Police Department during the COVID-19 surge is worth its price tag, according to the lieutenant in charge of the program. It looks like Metalhead. Yes, it does. From exactly the like, Black Mirror show. Which, again, if you've never, if you want to understand why we are so terrified of what is coming out of Boston Dynamics, just watch that episode. Yep, it's called Metalhead. It'll freak you out. Uh, the robot named Spot recently began delivering food and water to a COVID-19 positive person living at uh-huh. HPD's Homeless Outreach and Navigation for Unsheltered Persons. Hey, look, he likes you. Uh, Joseph O'Neill, acting lieutenant of the Community Outreach Unit, said that uh, the need for the program doubled since the beginning of August. There's currently 78 people on site. And he said, having the ability to deploy something that can do all the interactions on a mobile platform and take the possibility of transmission out of the equation for me, I really don't think that... Over the long term, $150,000 is a waste. He said the robot dog can not only scan temperatures at seven feet away, but can also carry supplies and has two-way communication. It so, also knows how to use a rectal thermometer, uh, which is so great. Good to need. But it's a, yeah, it's a freaky-looking uh-huh. apparatus. They should do something to sort of yeah. soften it. Yeah, I agree. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File for you right now. Let's give away some more movie passes. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Our screening is tomorrow night, UA King of Prussia, 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll take callers 12 and 13 at 215-263-WMMR. You will be able to see it. Before, it's supposed to be great. Before it hits theaters, yeah. man, Friday. So 7 p.m. UA King of Prussia, callers 12 and 13. You get the movie passes. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't forget, today is Tattoo Day, so text the word Tattoo to 39333. Let's see if you can win that gift card. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You Live. Hey, Preston and Steve. Mike from Cosme's in South Philly just opened two new restaurants at 3300 Fairmont Avenue, Philadelphia. For classic South Philly foods like handmade cutlet sandwiches, elevated cheesesteaks, and Cosme's originals like the Godfather Hoagie, check out Mike's Original Cosme's. And for the vegans, Cosme's Vegan MCO has cheesesteaks, quesadillas, mac and cheese, and more that can be totally customized by you. Find us for pickup and delivery only on all the major delivery platforms and on Instagram. Thank you. Next message. Hi, my name is Brittany Bennett. I am an employee at Mika and Sammy's Dog Treats. We are an all-natural ingredient dog treat company here in Bridesburg. Check us out at MikaAndSammy's.com. M-I-K-A-A-N-D-S-A-M-M-Y-S.com. Be sure to check us out. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. 
Floating World Tattoo and Piercing has uh, set us up a $350 gift certificate to give away for a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. If you are interested in winning that today, all you have to do is text the word to tattoo, uh, tattoo to 39333. Uh, we'll get a winner by the end of the program. You want to check out some of their artwork. It's amazing. You can go to uh, floatingworldtattoos.com or on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. The scientists and statisticians at the Just Saying Institute have been quite busy lately. The Just Saying Institute, now with the satellite facility on Pussy Island. Oh. <laughs> That's a movie coming out, by the way, with uh, Channing Tatum. And Zoe Kravitz, it's called Pussy Island. So uh, I didn't know they were branching out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they always prime real estate. They're expanding into When Pussy they Island. went there, they knew they, they really loved the place, but they just couldn't put their finger in it. Uh, right. And then they decided that was perfect. All right. Well, I have some uh, I have some scientific studies and some observations uh, that I can pass along to you. Uh, so a lot of us are not doing a good job at making time for self-care with a new one-pull survey finding that nearly one-third of Americans say they haven't had a day to relax alone in more than three months. Okay, I can definitely see this being a problem for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to one Dr. Mike Cerigliano about him taking care of himself because he's he works mm. so hard for everyone else. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you're in it, it's almost like the Stockholm Syndrome and you... You fail to make time for yourself to just, as they say, classically veg. I don't know what Mike would do with himself if he was <clears throat> to, to just kind of take some downtime for himself. He lives for he does, but, interaction but, and helping other people out. You know, the, the burning the candle on both ends, though, takes yeah. its toll. Yeah, yeah and it, I'm concerned about him. I mean, yeah, it's, been, yeah. it's been a rough year and a half, and, and uh, I agree with you, Steve. I, it's funny you bring up a healthcare professional, because I love Mike, and I, I, I hope that he's okay, too. I have a friend who, who works in the healthcare profession. She hasn't really had a day off in a year and a half, and she's curious as to when... She might be able to have that, you know, right. and I'm I'm concerned about her. I hope she's okay. I am uh, I'm conflicted when it comes to <clears throat> time to myself because I love it. I love having idle time or time to do to focus on on my own self. So do but I. when I do, and I have, then I start getting antsy and going, well, I should be with other people. You know what mm. I mean? It's 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 a it's a conundrum. It's very strange. You're more. You're more. Um, I love people. I love I love being around people. However, I think you're more gregarious when it comes to on a social level. Like you'll you'll you actively set up things to get together with your friends. And I'm not as good at at that, but I do love like uh, the extended time to go and. And to sort of just take care of things or right. futz around with things, you know. I find, though, that I, I quickly feel guilty if I haven't done something productive yes, in that, a while. That's my problem. Yes. If I'm by myself, I'm like, okay, well, then I need to, like, clean the basement yeah. or, uh, yeah, like, something needs to be done. I, I can't just sit there. Right. Don't you envy people who can just say, who can just, like, unplug and just, I'm just going to go for this. I and, have a hard time watching TV sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> me too. you're wasting, you're wasting yeah. your time. You're yeah. wasting the day. Get up and do something. Yeah. And the things that I usually like to, to do, though, it's something that I'm, I'm working on. It's just one of two things. I'm either working on my golf game. Right. Or I'm working on playing drums. Like, these are right. my projects. Can you are, combine them? That are constantly evolving. Maybe. You play your drums with golf clubs. I never really considered that but play with use those as sticks yeah because i've got two wedges and i use those as sticks that's a good idea uh but the survey of 2000 people asked about how people practice self care with the answer is answers including listening to music uh named by 
uh, taking bubble baths. Oh, that I do it constantly, morning, noon, and night. Bubble okay, well, baths, cited by forty-eight percent. Well, that would be so. I don't do it anymore. I I used to when um, because I had this nice big tub in my bathroom, and I used Not the to. The way the bubbles feel. I used to use it, but that to me isn't that long. Like like I could do that. You know what I mean? If you're, so, if you're so, given a whole day by yourself, like. What the hell do you do? What about the frequency? So so I think a lot of this, and Preston, perhaps you can correct me since you are the, our, our emissary from the Josean Institute. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're talking not only, we're talking frequency of doing these things, right, as yeah. well? Well, apparently. Like one bubble bath isn't going to get it done. So Right, exactly. So uh, here's a couple other things, and I'll, I'll wrap with that. Uh, 85% said uh, that an important part of self-care is prioritizing your mental health during the week. And along those lines, 76%. Uh, said they think that every employer should offer mental health days, and the average person in the bathroom. The average person had taken three mental health days off from their job within the last year. Okay, so that's not a whole lot. So, okay, Nick, I'm, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. I was going to say, Kathy, what about like a spa day or a massage therapy or something along those lines? Like, because you'll treat yourself to that type of thing from time to time. Would you consider that to be? Uh, mental yeah, health like, aspects as well? I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I mean, I guess that is time by so yourself. The article is titled, Nearly One Third of Americans Say They Haven't Had a Day Off Alone to Relax mm. yeah, in More Than like Three Months. Day, so so just to relax. But I mean, I don't, I don't know if that means the entire. I guess it kind of does. I mean, like, but... like, I'll go for, like, uh, not to a spa, but to get a massage, like, you know, massage therapy right. uh, for an hour. To me, that's not time alone. Okay. Yeah. But it actually, in, for these purposes, I think it would be. It would be. Okay, I mean, fine. just because so there's I... somebody else there, but they're attending to you, and you can just, you can... Like, a spa day to me would be different. I go there because of, like, my shoulder, my back, like, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but if okay. I were to go to, like, a spa, like the Hershey Hotel, and, like, get some chocolate fondue wrap that's <laughs> really just luxury and not really helping me, some then... dark chocolate for my breasts, please. <laughs> I would uh, see as time, you know, like uh, mental health or uh, time for you yourself. Know, but by, I think by the, the the framing here is by yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the framing loan, is by yourself. So. so if you're with a masseuse, you're not by yourself, right? One of the um, things that I've always meant to do, and you guys, I think all of you guys have, and I've never gotten around to doing it, is one of those float spa things, like sitting in the uh, the tank. isolation tank. They are so tank. cool, you, but yeah. I I I've got to get better at it, Nick, because when I went and I went to Halcyon, and they are awesome. Yeah, okay. They have a location in Roxborough, and it is fantastic. I, I've got to get out of my own mind because you do. As oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. Because <laughs> you're, you're in absolute black and you're floating yeah. in the saline solution and, and your sound of your, your body is, is amplified. I could hear my heart. I want I, that. I mean, it was like, it was like, holy hell, I'm not used to this. Right. Nick, before COVID, um, we got gift certificates. I, I, I wonder, I, I can contact the guy. It's a place out in. In Doylestown, um, right. and they gave you do it together, like, but no, but but so Nick, I went and I did have a hard time at, at first. Uh, yes, do you know it, what I'm saying? It right? sounds like that, but also the one that I went, to, it can get completely black. So I tur- he said you could turn the lights off if you want to, you know, a little bit of yeah. light. You can. I turned it off, and I about ten seconds in, I was like, oh, but, oh no, where am I? I'm drowning. I went. I had to turn the. Light. <laughs> That's so relaxing. Uh-huh. I'm dying here. I'm dying. I reached for like the button 
for the light. Ooh, that was good. I I'm a new it. woman. Ooh, I feel so much better. I didn't realize it was actually primal scream therapy. <laughs> uh, I was able to really unplug while doing that. And I just think I would too. Get, get lost completely. And, and if you can find a way to just not sit there and, and let your mind race all over the place, then that's what it's for. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I think... Um, what was very cool is, for people who are unaware of it, you 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 are floating, you are suspended, and it's kind it's kind of wild um, because like um, you don't know where you are in space and time, and yeah. then you'll start to float, and you'll bump against the side, <laughs> and oh, I'm here. Okay, I, uh, I had like yeah. little visions and stuff. Did really? you? Wild, yeah. Oh, yeah, tripping that. balls, huh? Yeah, I wasn't <clears throat> tripping balls. Okay. No, no, I, I it was weird. I saw this. Uh, I saw this like. Um, it was hard to explain. It was, Follow me to the top of the mountain. It was like a, a twilight, and I saw this uh, uh, like country road with, really? with a truck on it. And uh, my name is Jim. I'll be leading you on your journey. <laughs> We're going to a seahorse party. Oh, oh yes. my God! Forever seahorses forever. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know why I saw the images that I saw. It was, I, oh, it was very awesome. relaxing to me, though. It I'm, was. Uh, it was great. And Kathy had a panic attack. <laughs> and I. I mean, look, <laughs> once I added the light, I was okay. Okay. It was a little. She started reading. Seahorses <laughs> forever. <laughs> I did though. I panicked. <laughs> um. Real quick. Jim Morrison. I watched right. that Val documentary you guys recommended. It's great, right? The, where they have the archival footage of uh, Jim Morrison dancing on stage, and then they cut to the movie footage of Val Kilmer dancing on stage. I couldn't tell which person yep. was no. which. No. That's it why was, he was perfect it for was it. It was unbelievable yeah. how great he was in that role. Yep. Nope. I agree with you. Yeah. All right, so anyhow, you got to take some time for yourself. Okay. Uh, we're, we're not taking enough time, uh, alone time for ourselves. And if that, if it's not for a whole day... Uh, at least maybe, you know, finding a walking trail or something yes, like that yes. and, and going out for a couple hours. Stop thinking of it as frivolous. You yeah. need to do it for your health. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right, other stats and uh, information from the Just Saying Institute. Uh, we'll go with this one. Sleeping completely in the nude might not be the best idea. This is kind of silly, this this little story, but I thought it was kind of fun to bring up. Surgeon and YouTuber Dr. Anthony Ewan uh, says that there's an argument to be made for at least keeping your underwear on all night. Um, how do you sleep? In the video, how do I sleep? Yeah. Uh, just in my underwear. Okay. But from time to time, I go sans. I go completely naked. I've uh, I've done that more often than I don't find it very comfortable. I find it less comfortable than sleeping in my underwear. But I like a leisure times. suit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, so, uh, because I don't sleep under the covers, I sleep with mm. uh, uh, underwear, yeah. and I'll sleep with a, a loose T-shirt. Okay. Uh, in the video, he says, the average person passes gas 15 to 25 times a day, uh, and this can happen when you're sleeping. And a scientific study proved that every time you pass gas, there are you're spraying just the tiniest amount of fecal matter. Mm. And that same study showed that it's your awesome. tidy whities will catch all of those particles. Okay, like a, like a charcoal filter. But did it just catch? I mean, they're so minute and so tiny. So for the sake of your bed partner, he says, please sleep with your underwear on. But well, we sleep alone, so we. This is this doesn't if this is more for the benefit of your right. of your partner then yeah. we can fart away. Yeah, exactly. So I uh 
I, I I say if you like sleeping naked. Sleep. When you when you first um, started sharing your bed with a uh, with a member of the opposite sex, when mm-hmm. you started dating and having relations, yeah. somebody would sleep there with how yes. how how hard would you have to fight to hold your gas? Because that's oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Did you have to fight really hard? I'm not overly gassy, mm-hmm. but I I, I I you would wait. <laughs> yeah, you also don't. It. You don't drink. And yes, so that's a big thing. When like, if, for example, in college, if you would uh, be lucky enough to bring a lovely lady home at the end of the evening, and let's have been, some chili. You've been having a mo- <laughs> Milwaukee. No man, like, <laughs> drinking Milwaukee's best or Natty Light all, all night. Uh, it's just a, a, a toxic recipe. I just remember the and, and a tiny bed, by the way. Like right, you yeah, have a mattress sure. that's like. Three feet wide. Yes, yeah. like a dorm bed. Yeah, exactly. I remember the idea of it being a lot better than the actual practice yes. of it. Right. I remember the first time I was like, this is going to be so great. We need to cuddle. And I was like, there is not enough room in here for yes. us. Mm-hmm. This sucks. And by the way, they, I'm putting this out there for the universe. It's okay to not like being tangled up in someone. Totally. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It's absolutely fine. I don't like to sleep. I will gladly cuddle next to my wife when we're watching TV. I love her to death. I married her for Christ's sake. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't like that on top of each other thing. No, I, I agree. And, and sleeping in the same bed, contrary to some beliefs, is not a sign of commitment. I no. mean, it's, you know, it's, I got to go to bed. Yeah. I want to sleep restfully through the night, so I need my space. You know, it's the sign of commitment? What? Uh, Kissing things, yeah, right. That you would normally not see. Yes. Yeah, would you kiss it, right? <laughs> um, okay, I don't know why he's on the line right Me now. Me neither. But we're at the Just Saying Institute. Uh, but Sean, the guy who rode the unicycle from the Ben in the Ben to the Shore thing, is on the phone line. Oh yeah. Oh, it's because they opened up a new uh, the. the um, uh, the Unicycle Warehouse uh, at the Just Saying Institute. Oh, they did. That's on right. Pussy Island. Unicycle yeah. Museum in Pussy Island. Yeah. Let me. Go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? We're, we're great. Uh, so, yeah, Casey was talking about you yesterday about riding a uh, unicycle from the uh, bend to the shore, and you're calling in now. It, yes, sir. I I missed you guys yesterday. Heard you on the podcast. Had a uh, call today. Okay. Oh, okay. Casey's fault. This is Casey's fault. <laughs> yeah, he okay. blamed me on Instagram yesterday. I don't, re- I don't recall yes. ever saying what you said I said. Oh, you absolutely said it. After your... After the first time you did the tour of the shore, you said, oh, this is great, and next year I'll do it on a unicycle. Okay. That was a, <laughs> that was a, that was a joke, right? <laughs> that was a joke. Okay. Yes, but was. you did it. What? Now you did it this year. But I did it this year. All right. I've done it. This is the fourth year wow. that I've done it. Uh, so he's done and, this more. Uh, he's done this four years, case. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, I didn't realize that. Uh, I mean, last year was virtual, so I don't know what you did last year, but uh, yeah, this is not your first time. You actually have been featured on, uh, I believe, Fox Twenty Nine featured you. But I don't know how you are able to do what you do for as long as you do, and you actually beat other cyclists that are on two wheels. Like that. That to me is, I think, the most impressive is that you don't come in last place. Well, slow and steady. Wins the race, right? By the way, do you do you <laughs> copyright that? Do you hop off of that thing at any point in time during that sixty-five mile ride? Uh, during during the rest stops, yeah. Okay, so and you then, do stop at the rest stops. Okay, all right. And oh, then yeah. and how is it going over the bridges, up the hills, and all that stuff, and through the dales? Actually, up, up the bridges are easy. Down the bridges, it's a little harder because I'm just using my legs for the brakes. Because I have no brakes on it. That's oh, true. Yeah, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, it's, no it's, like a, it's a straight axle that, you're, uh, that your pedals are yeah. hooked up to. True. Yeah. 
Oh my god! So where yeah, do you put your basket for bagels and stuff? Nothing. <laughs> uh, wow, man! No, that that's quite an accomplishment. You stop and think about that. Is the fact that your your braking system and that whole mechanism is much different? So, um, well, do you have a personal time goal for uh, the for the next one? I just just to keep finishing it and uh, pushing pushing back a little further. Um, eventually, I want to do the sixty five. Starting out the sixty-five. So you, do right. the 50 mile you do the fifty-miler. You do the fifty-miler, right? It's kind of lame. I do the fifty. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's badass, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, that was a, that was a joke. <laughs> Sean's having a hard time with the joke concept yeah. of the show. Uh, by the way, what size tire is that thing? Because we're watching video footage and it's huge. Yeah, it's a uh, thirty-six inch wheel. Okay, Casey, what size are your tires on your bike? Any idea? I don't even. Maybe twenty-seven. I have no clue. Well, you're cheating, man, man. <laughs> I know. No, it's a big. No, that's a. Is that a custom unicycle or, or uh, what's the story? You can. That's a standard size for unicycles. It's the largest, um, like commercial grade that you can get. Okay. Like the, the biggest one that they just they just sell, and basically, the bigger the wheel. The easier it is to go distance. Okay, that makes sense. So what if like, you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so that that no, that is amazing, and that's obviously for a long time. If you could get one that had a wheelbase or a diameter of sixty-six miles, you'd be done in no one time. One revolution, and you're <laughs> exactly. finished. One yeah. revolution, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, Sean, congratulations on a another uh, challenging feat. Yeah. You did it, man. Hey, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And uh, I'll be back next year. All right, man. We'll see you then. All right. See you, Sean. All right. See you, guys. We should get Sean to come by before the yeah. main shore and bring his unicycle here. Show us and the let us, And let us take a, uh, a crack at that thing. Have you ever been able to? No, I've okay. never tried. Yeah. And, and I know I would be terrible at it, but I would at least like to try they, one. They do have classes at the Unicycle Museum. Uh, uh, the Jose Island? Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My, my neighbor, John rides one, or he says he can ride one, and he has one. I've never seen him do it. I told him he needs to show me how to do it. I'm, I, re- I'm really good at it. Are you really? No. no. <laughs> I, can do, I can walk we on stilts. We all know stilts. Nick's sense of balance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can walk on stilts, but I can't. I, Man dies thinking about hiking. <laughs> Casey, stilts without the ones you hold on to with your hands? Well, I haven't tried those. Okay. The hand stilts I have. The, uh, yeah. I can do those, but but the ones where they just put them on your feet. Like painters do that. That's uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. They're very cool. Yeah. I want to try those. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to try stilts and sticks. Stilts and stits? <laughs> Norma knows how to yeah. do that. All right. What else we have from the Just Ain't Suit? Let's go back here. We're going we're gonna to roll away from the yes, uh, Unicycle from Museum. Distraction. Um, all right. How about this? When gyms closed their doors last year, most Americans had no choice but to exercise at home. This year... Uh, April 2021, 85% of consumers said they uh, streamed their exercise classes on a weekly basis, a dramatic increase increase from only 7% in 2019. And according to a survey by FitRated, about 42% of cannabis users said that since the start of the pandemic, they've paired cannabis with their workout routines more frequently. Uh, smoking is Come the preferred on, empty the tank. Uh, the preferred method of consumption, um, and according to the project manager, uh, tincture and edibles huh. were reported as the most helpful for keeping post-workout pain at bay. Mm. While less than forty-one percent of the survey's respondents used cannabis to motivate themselves to work out. Nearly 40% said they became so stoned that they couldn't work out at all. <laughs> so, 
Um, I don't smoke pot anymore, but right. th- there was a time where I did, and I, I did that every day. Like, uh, would you use it for motivation? I use it for motivation, and so to I me, would, it would I, seem I, to work against that. Yeah, no, believe it or not, when, once you get started, if you like, for for me, and I can only speak for myself, like. If I if I did that and then like sat down for a little bit, right. it was tough to get me off the couch. But if I did that and then immediately went to do something, whether it be clean the house or right. go to the gym or whatever, right. then I would be more uh, focused on that stuff. I use it as an incentive, uh, as a treat for doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. do it, do it first, and then then you can partake. So you do you, you work out, you go over to the bottom of the steps and there's Michelle there with an edible and she pops in your mouth. Pops in my mouth, yeah. That's exactly what she does. Um, so yeah, I think you'd be good in that regard. Now, I do know people who like to use it for their workout. Yeah. They're, uh, like, um, I knew some people who trained in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like that was their thing. They like to get high and then, and then do that. I think also you might benefit from loosening... Up, you know, right? Uh, I'd be so. like sleeping on the equipment at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You'd be surprised. I'm going to go to this call because now every single time we mention marijuana, Heather calls in, <laughs> and I haven't got to her because she's gotten involved in the in the marijuana yes. industry. Yeah. So let me go to her real quick. And hi, Heather. You're on the air. Good morning. I'm sorry. I'm a little high right now. So <laughs> you're a little nice. high right now. Uh, what do you want to share, Heather? Okay. So I'm going to try to put this simply, which for me is not easy. I am overweight. I've been overweight. I lost a lot of weight. I gained some weight back. And since medical marijuana has come into my life, it helps with little things that can give my life better quality. It gets me out of pain. It gets me out of bed in the morning. It suppresses my appetite because there is something called humulene, which is a terpene found in the plant. And there's THCV. Both of them Especially in like together, suppress your appetite. And so, I've lost thirty five pounds in the last thirty five pounds. You know. So so that yeah. well, because you always hear you always hear that um that yeah, it enhances it. Yeah, it would enhance it. Well how do, how does it do for your uh for exercising? Does it does it help you in that regard? Because that's what we're referring to in this particular conversation. Well, okay, so with the exercise, I don't know what it does, but it makes the workout well, my version of the workout um, easier. I'm more focused. I get the job done. I'm not thinking, oh God, I've got another half mile to walk. It's like, dude, I got the music. I'm vibing. It's a whole thing. And being a medical patient, it's not about smoking. I pop a couple capsules, a tincture, and I'm off, you know, to do my workout. What is a tincture, by the way? That goes under your tongue. So it could, it's basically, um, you can get MCT oil based tinctures, you have alcohol-based tinctures, but I've only found them in D.C. You ever use um, you ever use tinctures that are that are CBD tinctures? I actually just picked one up from a dispenser yesterday. Yeah, um, it, it's a Moxie. It's a, a three-to-one fruit punch. And last night oh. it was just fantastic. I just chilled on the couch with the boyfriend, and I'm like, okay, it's time for bed. Yeah. Within like 15 minutes, it works. So right. the tinctures is it? Uh, you can get those with THC. Oh, yeah, you get them at the okay. dispensary. Okay. Um, and the ones with CBD and THC, they're also found at the dispensary. I huh. don't really do CBD on its own. All okay. right. All right. Because yeah. uh, I was curious. I didn't think that uh, edible uh, marijuana, medical marijuana was available in, and I would well, I would, I would, kind of qualify that as, as med- edible because you're putting it in your mouth. Well, can can I just educate you a little? Yeah. And I did send you a long ass email. About yeah, we don't that. read those. I, we don't read the <laughs> really long ones. One paragraph yeah. max. Yep. It 
You know what? It makes me feel good that at least I sent it. And what you do with it, I don't care if you wipe your butt with it. I read it. I read it. I told you. We had Send a conversation. Send us the shorter ones. Yes. Send us several short ones. And yeah, we'll get yeah. To I know. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. It's all right. Anyway, send, so us, send one sentence Pen- at a time. In Pennsylvania, the laws are so ass backwards. They can sell you flour, but you can't take a match to it. You can make edibles, but they won't sell edibles. Mm. What they consider edibles in Pennsylvania with this stupid-ass law is a capsule. They have RSO capsules. They have tinctures, um, syringes, the RSO syringes, the distillate syringes. So they classify them as edibles. But in our minds, an edible is a brownie. It's can of butter. Right. It's can of oil. So just rules need to get changed so people have access to. What, what's your Heather, what's your what's your site that you, uh, you 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 have a site right that you promote? Well, it's not my site. I work for JSB Certification. Right. We give patients access to, you know, the, the, the best tools and the best support system, and we have an awesome platform. We certify and we recertify patients every Thursday. Right. And it, it, it's changed my life, and I don't want to say it saved my life because you still have to work at things. You can't look at plant medicine, medical marijuana, as an end-all, be-all. No, you still have to work at it. Sure. There you go. Well, you yeah. sound much. You, yeah. you know we had a lengthy conversation. I told you how good and how positive and upbeat you sound, and that's wonderful. Well, thank you. And thank you for taking my call. I'm so passionate about this. And just have an open mind. Let's end the stigma and let's work out. All right. right. Thanks, Heather. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Love Love you. you. See ya. When uh, Riley Cote was here two or three years ago, he brought in tinctures uh, with CBD in them. And uh, yes. and I really like those a lot. They're little metals, medicine droppers. Did you and, notice an effect? Yeah, and it, I found it to be uh, it just, with pain um, management. It was helpful. And it's not overwhelming. It's it, it, There's no THC in right. the, uh, the things that he brought in. But right. I, I like that approach of just putting it under your tongue. You can put it in a drink if you want. And uh, it's it's simple and and you're done done with it. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Look at it. To just say an institute, the, 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 we learned about unicycles and tincture. Yep. Mm. It's what they do. Uh, do I have time for another story? Yes, you do. Okay. We'll do another one here from JSI. Um, according to this study, extroverts may generally spend more time with others, but a new study finds introverts are actually better at understanding people in general. So how would you classify yourself? Uh, probably an extrovert. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'm not as social as I used to be, but um, I would not qualify. I, I would not consider myself an introvert. How about you? No, I'm 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 uh, I, gregarious, and I I, I like people, uh, but I do have shades of uh, introvertism. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Yale researchers found that introverts were better at answering questions about human behaviors than extroverts were. Uh, The study co-author says it could be that the melancholic introverted people are spending more time observing human nature than those who are busy interacting with others. Or Mm, they are more accurate at introspection because they have fewer motivational biases. I think I'm a student of human behavior. I I, I observe people. I've, I've amassed some... You learn things as you live long enough, mm-hmm. and uh, you start to say, you know, y- your internal radar, your internal mechanism kicks in a lot of times, and I'm finding I'm right now more than ever in my life, you know? I'm, you have to amass life experiences. I'm okay at it. I, I feel I could be better at uh, You've at, gotten with better, my powers of observation. You, have have you like, tried tincture? <laughs> no. I think your observational behavior has gotten a lot better Um especially since your daughter was born. Mm. I think you're just more observant uh, 
then now than you were before that. Mm. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 observe, I observe that. Yeah, thank of you. you. <laughs> Casey's good at observing people. Mm-hmm. I, I like to observe. Yeah, I'm an observer. Yeah, yeah. I, you usually do it through a, in a van parked across. The <laughs> but you're not. But you are very outgoing too. You're, you 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 manage to do both. I am, and you know what's funny, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't work, and you know, and and I'm okay with that. It's not like that when big you're introducing deal. Stranger Things stars. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, and listen, yes. that guy was fine, and, yeah. and our our interaction was fine. But there was somebody that was observing our interaction who didn't necessarily care for <laughs> it, and you know, made and put an end to sure. it. And that's fine. But you know what I, I love? Here's my observation about Casey. It's one of the things I love about you is I will see you interact with strangers, mm-hmm. say somebody at a convenience store or something like that. And Casey will make a concerted effort to make a connection with that person. Right. Uh, to make them smile. Right. Have a conversation. Do something pleasant. Um, and sometimes they're recept- receptive to it. And other times they are not. And I like I like <laughs> watching when there's times they are not. And Casey will do several attempts at trying to get that person, trying to make a connection. Right. And, uh, and sometimes it's time to stop. Yeah. And then I, I will watch you really make a concerted effort, and it's just, they're just not having it. And they're just not having it, and, and I don't, I feel like I don't push it too far. No, no, right? no, no, not too far, not nope. at all. You've done, it's a very admirable thing. Yeah. You've, you've tried to make a connection, you've tried to to share some good, right. uh, to make somebody's day. you got to figure, somebody like that, like uh, when you, when you're, sh- as you're sharing this, I'm trying to think, I'm like, all right, maybe he's thinking about our uh, experience at Lowe's earlier this summer, right? That and kind so, of that, but but or or anytime, say someone's wearing a name tag, right? Casey will use their name. Yeah, uh, it's a very personal touch that right. you like to use. So those people are interacting with hundreds, probably, of people a day, right? right. And so I want our interaction to not be one of those interactions where they go home and go, oh, this freaking guy. Right. You know what I mean? He wanted, so badly wanted to be my best friend. Well, not even like that, but, like, you know, there are several people out there that are just a-holes or... Uh, Dude, really love Wetzel's pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> no, so they might encounter right. some crappy people during the day, and you want to be the bright spot in to offer maybe one of the bright to spots. be the difference. That right. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. So I we were it. at uh, we went out to dinner on Saturday night um, before the 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 race, the ride. Uh, it was me, Macord, Patty, and 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 Bob, and and there was uh, two different birthday parties that were going on. So somebody sang happy birthday, and and. Uh, when their dinner was done, they walked past me, and I simply said, "Hey, ha- have a happy birthday," you know. And I got n- zero response, like Zip. not even a- an acknowledgement that somebody had spoken to them. And I didn't push it; I just left it uh, the way it was. I'm like, okay, I guess they just don't like talking to strangers, you know. Be that and, way, dickhead. <laughs> but I didn't, you know, I didn't let that affect right. me. And you know, maybe they didn't hear me, but I'm pretty sure that they did. But you know, will, whatever. Will you sometimes see someone in a, in a setting, uh, you know, like a, like a convenience store? Use that as just an example. Who's working there, and you look at him, and you go. That person's not having a good day, or or they're just a. They seem to be sour. Will you go over and try and soften no, them a little bit? No, that's not my job. That's okay. I, I won't um, go out of my way. But if we have to have an interaction, 
I'm going to try and make it a pleasant interaction for us. That's right? very admirable. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a gun. Could you put this on? <laughs> Here's a term I, I never knew about How you before. doing, Jeff? I have a gun. I have a gun. <laughs> it's nice to see you today. Can you put all the money in this bag, Put please? a smile on your face. Put a smile on your face. <laughs> There's what? somebody uh, called an ambivert, which I'd never heard of before. It's somebody who is both introverted and extroverted. Oh. That might be me, then. Yeah, I think, that, right. I think that you would qualify, Steve. Let's read this. Ambervision. Ooh, that's a good... I like that, man. That's a, that's a good that's name. Like X-Man. Amberversion. Amber I'm sorry, yeah. not Amberversion. Amberversion. I'm colorblind, but all I see is amber. Uh, although many people being viewed introverted or extroverted as mutually exclusive, most contemporary trait theories measure levels of extroversion and introversion as part of a single, continuous dimension of personality hmm. with some scores near one end and the others near the halfway mark. Uh, Amberversion is falling more or less directly in the middle. Yeah, some days you feel like a nut. Some days, days right, you know, right, I mean, but like I'm honestly, enjoys some days, got nuts. Some days you're really extroverted, and so. some days you're just not into it. You know, yeah. Hmm. Uh, some days people just suck. sometimes you wish you were an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's what I truly really like to be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyhow. Um, yeah, they're saying that uh, possibly, according to this study, that introverts may actually have a better understanding huh. of people uh, than extroverts do because they're kind of observers as opposed to interactors. Do you think that this also applies to social media realms? Like there are days where you kind of want to share everything on social media and, and be out there, and then other days where you're just like, I can't take it at all and I need to be removed from all of it. Like you're yeah. more engaging some of the time and less engaging other times. I, I I long ago gave up. I don't want to do anything that anyone considers any sort of opinion other than movies and stuff like yeah, that. Not so, even opinions. I just mean like engaging with people, you know, like having oh, conversations. Oh, and- oh, yeah. No, I I, I, I I, will jump in. Yeah. Every every day or couple of days, I'll, I'll, and I'll take a break because I don't think... The breaks are necessary. Anyone necessarily finds me all that riveting that they're <laughs> hanging on every word. Oh, yeah. when's he going to post again? Right. <laughs> Uh, did I ever share with you? I don't think I shared with you guys my uh, experience when I was at. It was at Home Depot. It wasn't all those, but I was uh, shopping for things to build my uh, outdoor shower enclosure. Okay. Oh, I, I okay. Go ahead. So I'm standing in this aisle, and there are pieces of of, of equipment that I needed, but right. I didn't know exactly what I needed. And this guy comes walking down the aisle, and I press, I do the thing that I do. I I eye this guy up, I size him up, and I go. I feel like this guy might have an answer right. for me, right? Um, and and I would say more more often than not, the people shopping at at, at Home Depot or Lowe's are actually better suited to answer a question for you, right. Than lot, the people that work there, a lot right? of the contractors, right? So I eye this guy up and I start asking him a question. He goes, you know, you know, I don't work here. I go, I know, but you look like you know what you're talking about. Listen, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to build a shop. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I misread the sign. Uh, long story short, Steve. Yeah, this guy installed shower enclosures and fences for 25 years for the company that I had actually bought my shower enclosure from. Doesn't get better than that. Doesn't get any yeah. better than that. And not only that, I I needed to uh, drill holes into this uh, concrete slab. He's like, dude, I'll come over. Uh, he's like, fifteen bucks a hole. I'll I'll drill your holes for I'll you. I'll fill your holes. For I'll 15. fill your holes. I got. And so he did. And so this guy that I sized yeah. up and that I you took uh, a chance. You know, struck up a, a, a little right. mini conversation. He was the only guy in the entire store that had done what I needed to do for twenty five years. And, and he came over and and so there you go. Like that's why you, that's why it's. 
It's good to inter. I mean, obviously, you'd know if the guy was cursing and and you know he had a swastika tattooed on his forehead, you'd probably skip. But this guy was. I'm gonna stay yeah, away from that. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hence, Casey's power of observation, right? Yes, which right. is what I was saying. Yep. He's a, he's got a good eye for. Uh, this for, guy can fill my holes for people. No, I don't need him filled. I need him dug. I need him to core some holes for me. I need this guy to bore out my holes. That's it. That's what. You That's mean. exactly what. I'm all right. Well, hopefully we've learned something here today, uh, and that's all we have time for at the Justine Institute uh, this morning. Uh, we're all headed off to the Pussy Island location, which now. is so beautiful for a retreat. Um, let's take a break and come back in just a second or two because we've got uh, we got more to get to. Are we doing the bizarre file next? Is that next? No, no. that's not next. That's later on. Yeah, you just calm down there, Mister Missy. Sassy pants. We'll be right back. It's the annual tradition that launches a thousand debates over the alphabet. Ninety-three-three WMMRs back to school. Eighty-two Z. We dig deep, and we mean deep, into the massive MMR Music Library and play just about everything we've got in something resembling alphabetical order. It starts with Preston and Steve this Thursday at 6 a.m. and goes until it ends. MMR's Back to School A to Z. From Springfield, Mitsubishi. Two locations, Philly and Reading. And the station that's tardy as usual. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. A uh, real quick shout out, if you don't mind. Uh, this email I got says, hey, I like to think of myself as a diehard Preston and Steve listener. Um, uh, you even let me comfort Kathy on one of her biggest fears. I'm the guy that said she had nothing to worry about, even though I lost my eye in yeah, a fishing accident. <laughs> right, yeah. I told that story to a lot of people. Uh, he said, today is not about me, though. It's about my oldest friends, one of my oldest friends, my friend Molly McGinney, McGinley, uh, and I met at uh, Holly Kong Middle School circa 2001. Her and I, along with so many others listening, have remained friends going on 20 years. Molly recently got married to a local bluegrass legend, Mike Smith, in a small but epic Vegas wedding. Uh, they had a celebration here on the home front at, that, sadly, I was unable to attend because my fiance and, and I welcomed our first child in the world just days before. Molly's an amazing woman, a great friend, and a true P&S junkie, and she makes the world a better, brighter place and just made Mr. Smith one lucky SOB. If you could send her a wet, juicy shart out... On Tuesday, August 31st, it would make her day. Enjoy your life. Much appreciated. And that is from Corey Riggs. So here we go. That is a shout out. And congratulations. Very nice. And yes. then I got, I got two emails uh, concerning this guy. This one was from Will Smith that I'll read. And he says, hey, uh, in this year's coolest teacher contest, Kevin Haney won from Strathaven High School. And it's hard to explain this larger-than-life local Inspiration. The email is about his recent endeavor. Uh, as much as the comments say about Kevin, what he did for the past, SHHS alum shows a teacher that doesn't stop when students graduate. He checked in on an alumni in Afghanistan, which led to not stopping until the family was here safe. That's amazing. Uh, he sent me a link. He said, you'll see how much uh, alumni interaction there was. He said the plane was captained by another alum. Uh, and I'm not sure where this could fall into the show, but maybe in some way uh, you could toss even a mention in somewhere. Uh, this is for a guy who's beyond just a teacher that saves lives because it's how his heart functions. So I got that email from Will Smith, and then he sent me an article. 
uh, or it was a it was a post on Facebook, and I think this must have aired yesterday. Kathy, did you see this story? Um, yes, I did. I did okay. see it. So it says, uh, tune into six ABC Action News and Fox twenty nine uh, to watch a story that shows some amazing Strathaven connections. Kevin Haney, uh, English teacher and coach, was the catalyst behind it. Uh, when Mr. Haney saw what was happening in Afghanistan recently, he reached out to his former student, Amir Siddiqui, Siddiqui uh, to see if there was anything that he could do to help him. Uh, Amir responded, if you're still a man of God, please pray for me and my family. Mr. Haney shared that message on his Twitter page. Uh, and then his long-term friend from Southwest Philadelphia, J.P. Feldmeyer, a State Department Foreign Service officer, saw the request and offered something more, a phone number to call that could help expedite Amir and his family's departure. Yeah. I think, wasn't the guy over there as well? I think he was there. Who's Who, Mr. Haney? Uh, no, no, no. The the guy who offered the phone number? The Foreign I, Service officer? I think officer? he was actually in Afghanistan. Maybe. I uh, said, thankfully, it worked out. And they were able to fly out two days later on a C-130, which was captained by no other than Andrew De Silva, a 2014 graduate of Strathaven and what? an Air Force pilot. That's amazing. Isn't that great? That is great. Um, and it was like, I mean, it was, hor- obviously, it was horrifying for everybody, but the fact that they were, like, standing right at the, the airport, like, screaming for help and turned away, and they had to go back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of nightmare stories, but there's also so many stories of people stepping in like this and courageously helping other people to get the hell out. Uh, Mr. Haney was surprised a few days later when Amir and his daughter showed up at his door, <laughs> and they immediately shared a big hug, and it was an incredible story. Uh, and they had said, yeah, to, to watch the uh, the TV shows, which you can find them on uh, the stories on their, their web pages. Um, they said that we're glad that uh, Amir and his family were able to get back to the U.S. safely. So there you go. That's, That's one great. of our coolest teachers of the year. We'll, we'll see him at the MM Barbecue, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, we've got, don't forget, we have the, the coolest teacher section at the MM Barbecue coming up on the 25th. Quite an honor. Which is really cool. So I thought that was worth highlighting. So that's that's huge, man. That's people, that's somebody making a profound effect on someone's life. Oh, was that a shart or? No, it was just right. a, just an acknowledgement, but we can give him a shart. He can, he I certainly I mean, has earned the one. The least we can do. <laughs> All right, now I want to really dive into some important stuff. Right. I want to talk about hairstyles. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Changes? Any, uh, don't we have a sound effect? No, that's. No changes? Okay. Well, there's a new style. Thank <laughs> you. We weren't going to let it go. Yeah. Uh, this year has brought many unexpected hair trends. Uh, first came the shullet, which I missed out on. It's what a, is the shullet? A cross between the 90s shag and the harder 80s mullet. The shullet. Anybody? See, uh, Connor, can you uh, search shullet? Yeah. Thank you. We found shag it. Shag and mullet, oh, a shullet. Uh, uh, I think uh, Luke Spiller when I see yeah, this. Totally. Yes, totally. 100%. Yeah. Of the struts. I agree. And there's, is that Miley Cyrus in the upper right-hand corner of these photos yeah, that we're looking at? Like so I guess she had a shullet. I don't think I like it. Um, and I don't like it. Then there was the wolf cut. A long, choppy style with wispy layers. <laughs> wispy. And a heavy fringe. See if you can pull up a, a wolf hairstyle. I have a feeling we'll see something other. Okay. These aren't. All right. These are very freeform. Like, it, Looks kind of feathered. Unkempt. Yeah, it kind of kind of does look kinda like feathered, that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, but now there's, there's a new trend in town, and it's bolder than ever, ladies oh. and ladies and gentlemen. I give you hair horns. Hair horns. <laughs> I've seen these actually. 
Have you guys seen any hair horns yeah, like, around? Uh, like put up in yeah, like, yeah. so it's not buns anymore. It's uh, more it's of hair. like a horn. Yeah. 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 So uh, think Wolverine. Yes. Okay. As part of that. So, uh, the, but, but more pronounced. So the style is exactly as it sounds. Two slanted sprigs of hair sitting on either side of the head. That are styled upward with wax paste to look like pointy horns. I think if I had hair, I'd do this too. It's kind of a cool look. Uh, you can. I put... use like uh, like uh, uh, the the demon in legend. That's what I do, Preston. Uh, you can put them up when you go out or down if you want a more natural vibe. Yeah, so it's is... a real maleficent looking. So it is uh, kind. It is a bun. It's just shaped differently. Yeah, it's, it's the, cool. It's the... They can be, or they don't have to be. Like, so we're looking at some where they have a lot of hair making horns, mm-hmm. but some of them, Kathy, can literally just be a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but that would just a little thing. Like to, a pixie. Quisps. But you'd have to cut your hair then for like that. Quisps. You know who'd look good with this is uh, Sarah Parker. I think she could yes. pull it off. Yeah, yeah, she yeah has I could see that. Cool look. Yeah. She could pull off a full Maleficent. By the way, does Sarah own anything that's not black? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I wasn't uh-huh. sure. I like that look on her. She's yeah. got, the, she's got the, uh, the porcelain skin and the black really yeah. accentuates that. But I think everything she wears is black. Yeah. Yeah. Is Jackie the same way? Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, he'll wear leopard prints and things like that. Right. And Sarah probably does as well. Yeah. They're, they're, so, like, they're definitely cut from the same cloth when it comes to style. Corsets and stuff that she has that are have red and, you know, spiky stuff in it. Mm-hmm. But maybe she needs to go for hair horns now. Mm-hmm. I like that. So the look is catching on fast. The hair horns hashtag on TikTok has more than 64 million views. Uh, Dazed and Confused magazine is calling it the latest beauty obsession. Would and you? Prominent, I'm sorry, prominent hairstylist uh, with the fashion industry, such as uh, Guido Palou Guido. and Eugene Suleiman, hey. are documenting their own versions on Instagram. Would you get hair horns before our Fox hit tomorrow? Oh, my God. You wouldn't be able to see them because of my, uh, my Your headphones. Your headphones. Doom forward. But I would love to uh, to mm-hmm. do hair horns. I don't know if I could, if I could pull it off. Do you have enough to pull it off? Because um, you have it sort of short. It's kind of shorter now. But or you could do Wolverine. Nick's the one with the long hair. Yeah, now. He man. can do hair horns. All right, I'll do hair. You'll yeah. do hair horns? Yeah, but somebody has to do it yeah. for me. Kathy, could you do hair horns on my head? No, probably not. I know we need somebody like Angela who could get because your hair is actually long, so you need something yeah. that's going to stiffen it. It's uh, thick and lustrous. Yes, oh. it's gorgeous. Um, it's yeah. wispy. Right? Yeah, we can't have anybody in the studio right now, yeah. so I can't get uh, Angela in to do hair horns on <laughs> Nick. <laughs> London-based stylist Lucas Spinelli hey. says he doesn't do this. Uh, he does this uh, type of cut at least twice a week. It's at least twice a week. He said that um, people are really starting to go for it. Uh, for uh, for some, it's horns. For others, it's more cat ears. What about unicorn? And it dis- depends on the style of each person, and you can adapt it to suit their personality. Like a narwhal. Hang on. Let me go to uh, Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, what's up? You guys rock. Oh, thank you, brother. What's going on, man? Hair horns are not new. The band Mudvayne, the bass player, was doing it 20 years ago. Uh, 20 actually, years ago. Um, who, who did uh, Firestarter? Oh, uh, that was, oh, you're right. You know what? The Prodigy was Prodigy. Doing, I love that the song. Prod, the dude from The Prodigy did it. Well, he was more like, he had more like a, a reverse mohawk, like like Hawk from the Road Warriors, where That's it great. kind of stands up on the sides all the way. Hmm. What they're talking about 
Yeah, they're talking about the two little points in the front. It looks like devil horns, but the bass player from the band Mudbane did it 20 years ago. Okay. So well, now are, it's finally catching on. They're trendy, are like way late on the game. Right, right. He he may have done it, but it just didn't catch at that point. And now, right, yeah, exactly. people are catching and on. Somebody to probably it. saw a picture of it and was like, "Oh, that dude's cool. Let's do that." 20 years later. Right. I used to listen to Thanks, this stuff all the time. No problem. Mudvayne? Uh, no, Prodigy. Oh, Prodigy, yeah. Yeah, we're looking at a picture of him. Yeah, he definitely had it, too. So, uh, so the... Let's see here. Um... It says here, for some it's horns, others it's cat ears. It depends on the style of person. You can adapt to suit your personality. New York celebrity hairdresser Charlie Lemindu. Ah, we do hair horns on you today. Who has been creating the look for a while, agrees. Said it's completely a trend now. It's a trend now. It's completely. What's nice about it is it's quick to do, and it's got an edge to it, and I love it. I like it. It looks totally becoming. Uh, Some say it is a progression from the mullet, which uh, became popular in saloons. Salons. Yes, welcome to the salon. <laughs> Would you like some sarsaparilla? If you have a bunch of phlegm in your mouth, just spit into the spittoon. Those words have to be related, right? Saloon Would it make sense to have a saloon salon? Like yeah. a, the the um, sure uh, the name of the salon is saloon. We're going to the saloon salon. Uh, so anyhow, I'm sorry, the salon. Uh, and welcome, stranger. What do you want? A blowout? <laughs> <laughs> A feather cut and give it some badge. <laughs> uh, and it became popular. Let me tell you something. I've been in the beauty business going on 30, 40 years now. I remember the night that I had Billy the Kid in my seat. <laughs> gave him hair horns. Uh, it became popular in salons across the country post lockdown. <laughs> Uh, and they said it's it's a quite a square haircut, spiking at the sides, uh, and you've got to have short layers and a fringe, uh, which is what a mullet is. I'll never forget the time I gave a page boy to Annie Oakley. <laughs> That's according to Jackson Acton, owner of the Crab Salad Salon oh. in South London. Jackson Acton? Yeah. Tough Acton? <laughs> Tough Acton, Jackson Acton? Crab salad, uh, crab salad sounds more like a Crab saloon. salad? No, crab salad oh. sounds more like a saloon than a salon. Oh, you're right. It does. The crab salad saloon. You salad. going to the crab salad? Uh, by the way, the word salon comes from the French salon. The word saloon. Oh, no, saloon yeah, comes yeah. from the French salon. So they are related. So in, in a way, you knew exactly what you were talking about. And it originally had the same meaning, living room. Yes. Later, saloon meant hall, especially one on a boat or a train. In 1800s America, it became to mean Come to, known as. Come to known as public house or bar. There you go. And there it is. Nice. Uh, wow, that's a bunch of word salad there. But another uh, explanation is that uh, the hair horns is a protest against conventional beauty and yeah. creating an otherworldly look. Yeah, man. So that's what they're going for. Otherworldly. All right, this other hair story that I have. Oh, another one? Yeah, it has nothing to do with... <laughs> Character's name again? Oh, oh. Apache Chief. Apache Chief. Right. right. Has nothing to do with hair horns. Uh, but there's a TikToker that thinks she has a solid method to predict if you should rock a pixie cut or embrace your inner Rapunzel. Would you ever do a pixie cut, Kathy? Never. Okay. So you thought about it. And why not? <laughs> I'm wondering what you would look like with short hair. Uh well, remember I did short hair the first time we ever did um Kathy's cuts. 
Uh, but my hair doesn't. It's not short. Though. I mean, short hair, right. like like a like a buzz cut. <laughs> not a buzz cut, but a. Um, I mean, like that... all the way up. Yeah, in the no, back. I would never do that. Okay, my wife Claire. I, I, I yeah, love like her Claire's with short hair. hair. That, no, love not it. For yeah, me. yeah. Uh, so uh, she's an influencer. Her name is uh, Bonnevent Jovi. Uh, <laughs> Bonnevent uh, has 1.3 million followers. Uh, amazing. She vlog, blogs about skincare and hair hacks uh, and recently went viral thanks to an interesting trick to figure out your ideal hair length. What does she do? It requires two pencils and a ruler. Okay. So what you do, number one, is you place one pencil underneath your chin. The second one you place at the base of your ear you doing this so that it's uh, perpendicular to the first. You mark where the second pencil hits the first pencil. You measure the distance between... The mark at the end of the pencil and the base of your ear. Right. And so so it's it's this pencil that's over here. I, and give that a, gives you oh, what your pencil. hair length should be? So, yeah. So so this. Okay. Okay. So right. I'm, I'm doing it right now. Yes, so, I'm seeing so it. Right, I'm doing it. So right here, this is, length, right. okay, would be. But then that would mean that everybody would have short hair. Hang on. If, you, if it's shorter than two and a quarter inches, then short hair will look good on you. Oh, got it. Uh. And I don't have a ruler, so I don't. I need okay. two, two and a quarter inches. We Casey, a... unzip your pants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang on. Let me get uh, Rouse first. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a minute. I'm mean, already already sitting there. <laughs> Can you give me a little tug here? Yeah, hang on a second here. I'm almost there. I'll Look. give you that age, but you're going to have to work it. <laughs> Lick your lips, please. Ew. What? Uh, so, yeah, she says, if it's shorter than two and a quarter inches, <laughs> then short hair will look good on you. Now, I don't know. The vi- the video went viral, 6.6 million views. Not everybody buys that. And I, th- I think it's not just, obviously, it's your no. jaw length. And it's if a- you have, a, like, an incredibly fat face. <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff involved there. Like, I don't think that I would look good with really short hair. Huh. I've had longer hair for as you know, since I was a teenager. Not inordinately long. Not, well, not yeah. now it isn't, but, right. but I always grew it up pretty long. Uh, but I've never had the balls to go to the stylist and say, you know what, take it take it way take down. Take it down. Um, um, you say you have a pinhead, right? I have a smaller, yeah, my cranium <laughs> yeah. is small uh, because you can tell that by, we- by wearing a hat. Man, one time we took Carter. Yeah. This is why Carter has basically hair down to his nipples. Yeah. Because we took him to a barber. And we told them to just give him a trim. Right. Dude took him all the way down. Really? Yes. And I didn't, I don't know, I don't remember if I was there or if it was just Rochelle and why we didn't complain, but it scarred him. He was so angry after that. That he never wanted to get a haircut again. So that that affected him, and it did. And that that really tight haircut didn't look good on him. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't right for him, and it uh, it freaked him out. Marissa brought in a, uh, a, a ruler, a foot long or a, uh, a two foot long level here, but it's got a uh, uh, a ruler on it. So let me let me try this again. All right. In a second, I'll do the. All right, put this under my ear. Right, you, the this. Uh, so She's yeah. doing it. The video is running here in the studio, Preston, of how she does Face it. Of your ear. Yep. No, I'm just wondering at what, at what point in my ear. Hang on a second here. At my lobe, I guess. My lobe. Lobe. Does this look perpendicular? Mm. No. Yeah, pretty good. To my chin. <laughs> yeah, you're good. All right, now get a nail gun. Like, oh, like this. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, Wait. she has it under her chin. How does it? Yeah. Yeah. You have to do it this way. Okay. Or right. No, this way. That's how she's got it. Ah, dude! All right, 
Does this look good, Case? You mean just keeping them there? You need to do it. I'll do it. No, I mean, whether that's level, I might have that angle. Casey's going to do right, it. I got it's it. okay, baby. I know. Okay. So here you go. This All right. Now it. measure it. Measure it to right. right here. Right where the eye right. of the bick is. That's where your balls oh, would be. Oh, the eye of the bick. All right. So bick. it is. That's three inches. So that means you should have long three, hair? Three and a little bit more than three inches. If it's shorter than two and a quarter inches and short hair will look good on you. Then, then I wouldn't don't. look good with short hair. You, would, you wouldn't, right? I would not look good right. with short hair. What about you, Kathy? Did you do it? No. Well, no. Here, hand get it you, out. Get your pencils. I think I she would look good with the shamola. Here's a pen. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, here you go. Let's <laughs> hand that over to her. All right, do it. So you got to measure. Kathy's going to. Base of the ear. Okay, base of the right. ear. Now yeah. Put, put your face on the belt sander. And then the chin. 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 That's, that's your. Uh, that's that's your, your uh, yeah, that's your change purse. That's, that's your esophagus. There yeah. you go. That's your gobbler. Here? All right, lower this side down a little bit. No, 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 not the ear one. You're the one under your chin. You've got it angled up that way. All right. No, do no. Did, Marissa, come do this for me. Nick, Casey, you, you did I, I, it. I'm right. good at this. I'm a, I'm a professional. Right. Now, flick your tongue now. Okay. Do a spit string. Here we go. Wow, this is erotic. Okay, so we're like, like right here. Here, here. Basically right. to okay. measure it. Stroke, yes. <laughs> yeah, she she wouldn't look good with long hair. Oh, okay. there we go. No, 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 it was it's shorter. It's three inches. It's three inches, okay, it's yeah. That's in yeah, gorge. She, you look better with long hair. Long hair I should <laughs> yeah. have, yeah. Okay. Give me my pen back with the diamond on top. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. We're all clear Thank on you. that now. All right. So anyway, try that at home. That's a, wow. it's a little gauge for you. All right. And then I have one last thing, and it has nothing to do with hair at all. No. Uh, there is, there was a... Um, a Virginia school board meeting. <laughs> oh, yes. I've not heard this yet. It is. Great. It is. I People who say this stuff gets old as you get older in your life are wrong. Fake names read publicly like, well, there was a mistake with Julie Jerkoff. Right. But students sort of sabotaged this school board meeting and gave a roster of uh, speakers who were on the list who get up in front of the school board and state their piece about an issue they were voting on. Like, how does this happen? Uh, you you have to be so <laughs> unaware because the first second I heard, just play it. Well, here's the deal. If you haven't read the names ahead of time and right. they're handed to you cold, you know, you might just say it and then and then you're not paying attention to what you're saying sure. and you just glance over it. Or you sit there and go, oh, come on. You right. know what I mean? Right. All right, so here you go. Let's, I haven't heard this yet. I'm right. dying to hear this. I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Phil McCracken. Oh, no. Yep. Phil McCracken. <laughs> Suk Midic. What? Suk Midic. Oh, yeah, some Suk. of these some of these require a little bit of thought. Suk, I don't know. Suk Madick. Oh, oh Suk Madick. Yeah. Okay. Ophelia McHawk. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Oh no. Eileen Dover. Oh, okay. That's pretty benign. Eileen yeah. Dover. <laughs> He's calling these people to yeah. come up and speak yep. and nobody's yeah. showing up. All right. Don Kiddick. Oh, donkey. Don, donkey. Don Kedick. Oh, my God. That was my favorite one. <laughs> Don Kedick. I've not heard Kedick. that one before. That one I've not heard before. <laughs> Don Kedick. Don Kedick. <laughs> Wayne Kerr. Wanker. 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 Yeah. 
Wayne Kerr. <laughs> okay. All right. Well oh, done. Man. Yeah, that's right out of The Simpsons. <laughs> well done. You know that whole thing was from uh, the that classic, and we talked about it before, it was an audio these this guy would call and prank over the course of years, years. a place called the Two Bar. Yeah, and the owner was an, a big burly guy named Red. Why you shut up a bitch? He yeah. pick up the phone, yeah. and so they 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 actually almost verbatim would do those bits on the Simpsons right. with Bart calling up Mo. Yeah. yeah, those I've I remember hearing little <laughs> clips of that years and years and years ago. I've not heard that in ages. I hate the concept of taking someone who's at work trying to make a living and and pestering them while they're trying to do their deal. But that said, <clears throat> the classic two bar audio is hilarious because he is such he is such a character. I have to admit, when the Jerky Boys first started surface as an underground thing, yes. as like literally. No one knew about Some, it. Somebody yeah. had to have dubbed it from someone else's tape, right, and right. they had it. And when I heard those things, we used to howl oh, right. in laughter about it. And it was just prank phone call stuff. Yeah. Um, but you got after listening to them over and over, you got to love these characters that they were building up. You know that that was, uh, and they made a movie. You remember that? Oh my god, which stunk. It was terrible. What were some of those characters? Uh, Brett, uh, Brett Weir. Yeah, Brett Weir. Yeah. Get Brett Weir, I Get said. Get Brett Weir on the phone. Uh, and, God, who is he? This is the super across the way. <laughs> oh I haven't heard that God. stuff in ages. If you get a chance... Go visit those again, but visit the, the two bar. The, the, uh, the, the Reds responses are just classic. Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah, Frank Rizzo was in Frank Rizzo! Oh, yeah. right. That That's right. It. And that was before I was here, so I didn't know the yeah. legend of Frank Rizzo around here. Yeah, we had like a bootleg Get copy of that. <laughs> Imagine the real Frank Rizzo is doing the, the prank call. There were so many people, though, who claimed yeah, to be right. the Jerky Boys. Do you remember that? Yes. Tons of people, and there was just the two guys. I had two of them when I first moved here, ring at WDRE. That's when the movie yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they came by. Uh, they weren't doing the voices. I'm doing the interview. Yeah. And eventually I just said, all right, I'm done talking to you. And I started to turn the mic off because I'm like, what's the point yeah. of you even coming by here yeah. if you're not going to do it? And then one of the guys started doing one of the voices. I'm like, it's too late, dude. See yeah. you later. Yeah. I, I, I want to fight you. They were, they, yeah, totally. I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to fight you. It was just like I, I was so pissed at them that after that, I no longer found it funny after that because they were just. They, um, they ruined it. They pissed me off. But now I'd like to go back and revisit that stuff a little bit. Saul Rosenberg. Saul Rosenberg. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Th- that was my favorite character by far. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, uh, why don't we take a break? Yes. Come back in a moment and get into some Bizarre File stories. Not before I remind you that we do have a tattoo to give away, a President Steve-themed tattoo uh, with Tattoos Day. So go for it. Uh, text word tattoo 39333. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, we're going to get into the stories that I have for you, my friend, and we will start with this one. A public campaign has been started to add... A penis to the dragon of the Welsh flag. Yeah, it's about time. More than 300 people have already signed an official Welsh government petition to add a new permanent fixture to the red dragon 
that appears on the flag that flies on Welsh public buildings. I've been pushing for nipples on the Statue of Liberty. Why not, right? Uh, Supporters are anticipating that they'll have their way after the Royal Mint added a penis to their Welsh dragon on millions... Oh, they're not going to out-penis us. ...of coins (laughs) five years ago. Under Welsh rules, any petition with more than 50 backers has to be discussed by the official petitions committee. Uh, The man who created the petition argues that by depicting the Welsh dragon standing proud, it helps the nation to portray dominance and leadership. Through their penis. By having a penis. So we'll see if they Uh, end up doing that or not. By the way, dragons had penises? I have no idea. I assume they had. I mean, to create other dragons, though I've never seen a real... You know, a real dragon. A real dragon. But they, they, don't have, really they see lay them. eggs. Yeah. You just never see them mating in the wild. That's true. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's obviously a science to it. Uh, a woman <laughs> with 14 parking tickets has won a major decision in a dispute over whether a Michigan city violated the U.S. Constitution by chalking her tires without a search warrant. Oh, man, you got to chalk a, you got to get a search warrant to chalk a tire. It's a novel argument. Allison Taylor's lawyer said the 4th Amendment's ban against unreasonable searches was triggered when a Saginaw parking enforcer implied chalk marks and returned 2 hours later to see if the car was still there. Uh, Saginaw uh, cited an exception to the 4th Amendment, but a federal appeals court said that it doesn't fit. Parking enforcer Tabitha Hoskins would take notes and sometimes chalk tires in areas where there was a time limit but no meters. Uh, The city said chalking was a signal to motorists that vehicles were being watched. The city has significant interests that are furthered by enforcing its parking ordinances through the use of chalk, and these interests greatly outweigh the minimum intrusion that a chalk mark creates, according to a court filing. Mm -hmm. The 6th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals overturned a ruling in favor of Saginaw and sent the case back to U.S. District Judge Thomas Luddington for the next steps. And it was Taylor's second trip to the appeals court. Attorney Philip Ellison wants to make the lawsuit a class action open to other drivers whose tires were chalked in Saginaw, even if they didn't get a ticket. Uh, He has similar lawsuits pending against Bay City and Ann Arbor, where the chalking of tires also occurred. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You guys ever just wiped the chalk off your tire before? You know, I think you can do that, right? I think you can. I had one of our singles mixers in Conchie. Oh, you mean if if you see it and to try and trick the... uh, Yeah. uh, The... Meter person, right, okay. Right. But uh, so they chalk tires in Conchi, and I had walked out there because I knew my time limit was up. Right. I got there just as the meter guy got there. Right. And I said, "Hey, if I pull out and then pull back in, do I? Does my time start over again?" He said, "Yes, it does." And so I did. I just pulled right out. That's of the great. Spot and so then they, I pulled did right they back chalk in. it in a way to see if your car has stayed there or moved? Yes. Is that mm-hmm. what they do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they chalk it in a very chalk it in a very specific spot. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if they chalk it like 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 right. o'clock rock. Right. But um, they, they chalk it so they know if the, the car has been moved. You know what Jake used to do it in the movie Chinatown? He bought cheap pocket watches and put them in front and in back of a tire. And so the when they'd roll out, <laughs> it would crush the watch to the time that the uh, car no, backed out of. Pulled away? I oh think that's God. what they should do in Kanji. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Adam Ravenhall uh, caught a Jack Russell Terrier in mid-flight off of a roof. Wow. It happened at Mount Pleasant Pub in Kingswardford, Staffordshire in England. <laughs> the pub, the pup had been uh, found earlier in the day at a nearby park. The pub owner, Neil Lacey, put the dog into the apartment above the pub until his family could pick him up. 
Uh, they thought that he'd be safe up there, but they couldn't have been more wrong. Lacey ran back inside to tell his staff to run upstairs and get the dog. Unfortunately, it was too late. Uh, terriers are curious creatures, and it's their curiosity coupled with their bravery that made them excellent hunters. However, in modern times, their curiosity will apparently find them free-falling off of rooftops. Adam Ravenhall happened to be in the right place at the right time. He was at the Mount Pleasant pub celebrating with his soccer team, and he caught a glimpse of the dog and instinctively knew what was going to happen. He said, I read the situation a mile off. As soon as it was on the ledge, I thought, this can't go right. And I just got into position. I went to where I thought the dog would fall, and it would probably have died. It was just a small dog. Uh, so security video uh, shows Ravenhall quickly getting into position, bracing himself, and it only lasted a few quick seconds, but out of nowhere, this Jack Russell Terrier comes it's amazing. flying into his arms. We're wow. watching the footage right here in the studio. It's, it, yeah, it saved, saved the dog's life. He's looking way up, and the dog just jumps down, and he catches him. The problem is he spikes the dog right after yeah. Preston. Yeah, <laughs> uh, But he cushioned his fall. Before he could lower the dog to the ground, he wiggled out of his arms and landed on his head, but he was okay. Uh, the dog wasn't hurt. In fact, he took off in a hurry to continue his adventures for the day. And, yes, the pup made it home safely to his family. And we'll do one more story. A city in Mexico has approved a law, and it changes. It's a law change allowing sexual intercourse and exhibitionism in public, hmm. provided that no one complains about it. Uh, the move provided is provided. No one complains about it. Yes, the move is intended to prevent more uh, to prevent police in Guadalajara, a city of 1.5 million people, from extorting couples who give their love to each other in public. Said a counselor who presented the initiative. Uh, the city council last week pushed through the reform, which now states having sexual relations or committing acts of ex- exhibitionism of a sexual nature in public places, vacant lots, inside vehicles, or in private locations in public view will be considered administrative offenses as long as a citizen requests police intervention. So if you're in... Uh, so I, I see what they're, where they're going with this. Uh, so like if you're in a car and you're getting it on, but you're in a public parking lot, yep. they won't... Uh, Come down on you, so to speak. Yeah, so uh, Guadalupe Morfin Otero, the politician who proposed a change, cited a survey among university students in which 90% said that they had experienced extortion by police officers uh-huh. who accused them of immoral acts or ex- exhibitionism. So they weren't. And they make them pay them so they mm-hmm. won't, you know, arrest them. So they're going to make this law where it's okay to do it. And therefore you don't have to deal with a... Might with be a, worth heading down to Mexico just to take it for a spin. With a cop trying to uh, get some money out of you. But... Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why not? Beat it, Flatfoot. This is legal. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Uh, we're going to take a break. I want to give away a pair of passes to Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We have that screening uh, Wednesday night, tomorrow night, UA King of Prussia, 7 o'clock. You would like to be in attendance? Well, awesome. Come and get it. Caller number 15. Those tickets are yours. 215-263-WMMR. We will be back in just a moment. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clips seven times a day. 
weekdays at 8, 10, and noon, as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10,000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips from who else? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. That would be Guns and Roses. Maybe you've heard of them. Uh, they're actually uh, going to be playing in Atlantic City coming up on September 12th. We have tickets to that show and a hotel stay for you to head to the Hard Rock. And you need to know the Word of the Week prize. All right, you need to know the Word of the Week to win the Word of the Week prize. So uh, next letter coming up in just a few minutes. Pierre Robert gets here, so make sure that you are in attendance and are paying attention and jot that down. Sell Freddie because we'd love to give that to you on uh, Thursday. By the way, a short one this week. Lesson question today. Four-pack of tickets for the 23rd annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival, which is going to be September 10th through the 12th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. And the question I think we have to go with today is where is the new satellite campus for the Just Saying Institute? <laughs> now, it's a movie title, just to yes, let you know. Yeah. right. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Where is the new satellite campus for the Just Saying Institute? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you've been listening and you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia, covering five counties with over 90 breweries and a 1,000 beers. Don't miss a summer weekend along the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia. Get your fill at visitphilly.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, after a series of male actors accused him of committing sexual assault, Kevin Spacey was seen back on set shooting a new movie called Peter 5'8". Coincidentally, Peter 5'8 just happens to be Spacey's favorite name, girth, and length. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Justin Bieber breaking a record on the streaming service Spotify with his songs being downloaded, get this, 83.3 million times. Spotify says the achievement is proof positive that their counting algorithm needs some work. Yeah, right. And finally, Jennifer Lopez making an accidental fashion faux pas by wearing a Dolce Cabana cape with the price tag still on it. Mm. Fortunately, most eyes were diverted by the thick foot-and-a-half-long skid mark up her shirt. That's Hollywood trash. All righty. We'll give some away here if we can find somebody who's got the answer to this. What is? Where is the new satellite campus for the Just Sayin' Institute? And our first caller in was Tim. So let's go to him. Hi, Tim. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, we're doing great, Tim. All right, so where they got that new satellite campus for the Justine Institute? Uh, Pussy Island. Pussy Island. Yeah. Yep. Hang on a second, Tim. You got it right, and we are going to give you a four-pad of tickets for the 23rd annual Philadelphia Tattoo Arts Festival, September 10th through the 12th, and that's at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. You can get tickets and information at villainarts.com. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we will begin with this. A new book 
Lauren, Charlie Watts is seeing renewed interest after the passing of the Rolling Stones drummer last week. According to Billboard, the book, which is called Sympathy for the Drummer, Why Charlie Watts Matters, has soared into the top ten of Amazon's bestseller list of music criticism and history and into the top 30 of Amazon's Musician Memoirs and Biographies chart. Uh, The book was written by author and musician Mike Edison, and it was released on August 1st, Three weeks before Watts passed away oh in a London hospital at the age of 80. So it had just, just come out. out. Yeah. And speaking of the Stones, they are still planning to go on tour this year following the death of Charlie. According to Rolling Stone magazine, promoter Concerts West said in a statement that the Rolling Stones tour dates are moving ahead as planned. Uh, the No Filter Tour is slated to start September 26th in St. Louis, Missouri, and then November 20th. Uh, in Austin, Texas. Seems the right thing to do. Um, they didn't stop touring when Keith Richards died. Right, yeah. that's <laughs> And that was years ago, man. So anyhow, they continue. Uh, Corey Taylor thinks that it was an audience member who infected him with COVID-19. Uh, the Slipknot singer told a fan who goes by the name of Billy D uh, that he trusts that most people are taking the proper precautions, but sometimes, quote, you just run into those selfish people that don't care about that. And he added, I think that's what happened to me. Somebody came to one of my shows and was in the audience and sick and probably got several people sick. Uh, Taylor announced that he tested positive uh, for COVID-19 earlier this month on August 20th, describing it as the worst I've ever been sick in my life. So he's doing better. And also a follow-up on Jonathan Davis. He's back on the road, uh, but the corn singer is still experiencing some symptoms from his infection from COVID-19. Footage shared by TMZ on Monday Show that Davis performed his two shows back while sitting on a throne, and he needed supplemental oxygen oxygen to help him get through the performance. Uh, guitarist Brian Welch shared on Instagram that uh, Davis is still feeling physically weak and having a mental battle that he's trying to get over. Well, maybe yeah, uh, wait. you don't. Yeah, maybe you wait a yeah, little I'd, bit. I'd, I'd hold off until you're yeah, if you're gasping, you know. So, uh, Apple TV. Released the trailer for Todd Haynes' forthcoming documentary, The Velvet Underground. And they released that yesterday. Uh, The film will feature interviews with surviving members of the group and other key players in addition to unreleased performances. How come the dead one sat this one out? Uh, Both the documentary and its soundtrack will be released on October 15th. The album, which will feature both classic Velvet Underground Mm. tracks and rarities, will be available digitally as a two-CD set I'm, as well. I'm going to watch it and see if I can uh, crack the Velvet Underground yeah. thing. Yeah. Figure out yes. why 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 they why they were as influential as they were and are. It almost know? doesn't matter with most music documentaries for me, though. Like I, I just I end up yeah. at least gaining an appreciation for the sure. band, even if I don't like their music anymore, because uh, there are so many that are just really well done. Yeah, agreed. Most of them are good. About yeah. a band that you really might not even be that into. Absolutely. Usually, a great doc can can bring you into that. That's yeah. why Behind the Music was oh, such a great absolutely. series. Yep. All right, and then finally, Stuart Copeland recently spoke with Ultimate Classic Rock about his forthcoming book about the police early era on what he called the starving years. He went uh, and told the outlet that he found uh, while reviewing his diaries for the memoir, saying, I look back, and there's this kind of desperation at the time. I remember being full of angst and driven, but optimistic, assuming uh, that I know I'm going to make it. We're going to make it. I know we're going to make it. Uh, The drummer added... Uh, It was just this pace, day after day after day, the grind of it. At one point, 
I wrote in the diaries, I've got 70 quid. I owe 70 of it for rent. I've got two quid in my pocket until the next lucky break. However, despite the early financial struggles, he admits they did manage to make a living as a band. He said, we paid ourselves. We paid, um, we played a show and our expenses were such that we get paid 20 quid and we spent this on the truck, that on the PA and so on. One roadie, mostly. He said, actually, no, we didn't have a roadie. The PA came with its own guy. And then we carried in our own gear and set up our own gear, and we'd go home with a five or ten in our pocket. So at the end of the night, how many quid did they clear? Uh, not much quid. No? Uh, the diary They're lucky if they made a full queef. Book is set for release <laughs> on 2022. We also have an article on uh, WMMR.com uh, during an interview, which uh, he was asked about uh, their how their hits impacted people. And he said, well, maybe it's a bit selfish, but we didn't really think about the fans all that much. We thought about what we consider to be cool. If a fan base grew around whatever we came up with, great. There's a certain amount of arrogance in that. And it seems to be working for us to just follow our instincts. So, hey, let's just keep going. Let's keep doing that. So that's how they kind of went about things. They just kind of wrote the music for themselves and hoped that everybody liked it. That ended up being the case. It certainly certainly worked. And that is what I have in music news for you. We have one final break to take. We're going to do that very thing and come back in a moment. Actually, let me add uh, two things uh, in music news. Uh, Back to School A to Z is coming up on Thursday. We're getting that started here on the President Steve Show. And we have an MMRBQ ticket raid on Friday. And this one will be at the Live Casino Hotel in Philadelphia, 7 to 9 p.m. The MM Army will be there and tickets for the MMRBQ every 15 minutes. (laughs) Friday, 7 to 9 p.m., live casino. Make sure you stop by. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's band is The Age of Truth. of Truth, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Oh man, what would you say? I'd say it's time to wrap up our program for the day. Send you on about your way with one Mr. Pierre Robert, who will be along very, very shortly to handle the duties. 10.32 as we are wrapping up. And uh, temperatures, mid-80s. Man, it was, okay, so it was, I wasn't expecting it to still be oppressively muggy yesterday, which it was, man. It was just, I I went out two times uh, to do some yard work and. Uh, to go to the driving range. I mean, I was soaking, sopping wet. Yeah, the, after the that. second you started to exert yourself, and that's one of those things. Like, uh, like I know, for example, the the um, my inverters, my my uh, HVAC system in the house, it was they were working extra to pull the humidity out of the air. You yeah. know, you were talking about the end of the week, and uh, it's looking better because the lows are going to be in the fifties overnight, and that's usually ah. a pretty good indication that you're going to be able to open up the windows and have it be a little bit cooler and a right. lot less humid uh, by Friday and Saturday. Makes a big difference. Yeah. Uh, so 85 today and uh, clouds, so at least you don't have the, the sun beating down with that humidity out there. But uh, tomorrow is when the real humidity hits in the form of rain. So we've got um, the leftovers of Hurricane Ida in our region. And uh, so it's going to be, you know, some thunderstorms and stuff like that for the course of the day. High 73 and then uh, some rain in the morning on Thursday, high 74. But the really good outlook is Friday and Saturday, 
Uh, mid to upper 70s as of now, mostly sunny nice. skies. So that, and that's a holiday weekend. That's the last hurrah of the summer. Yeah. So hopefully the weather will uh, cooperate uh, for all of those days. I used uh, to put up my Halloween decorations. We'll see. <laughs> Already. It's getting here. Uh, so anyhow, Pierre Robert is in attendance. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. Is it is it indeed still muggy out today? Because no, you've actually, just come in. It's nice. Really? Nice. Good. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's kind of um, neutral, which Good. I will take any day yes, of the week. Yes, rather than yeah. a, a horrible storm like Ida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't but, need that. Gosh, those folks down there are having it rough because they've still got a million people without power. And it instantly goes back to the normal temperatures, which are... 80, 90 degrees with intense humidity. Right. Incredible humidity. And, you know, no air conditioning in so many of those places, plus, <clears throat> you know, all that water yep. uh, laying around. So. I remember when I f- first started going, because I'd go to colleges in, in, in New Orleans and in and around the area in Louisiana when I was doing stand-up, and the first time you turn on the tap water and you can smell the water, it's like, <laughs> wow, 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 okay. Yeah. But, so, all right, well, uh, we're getting set for you to come in. Do you want to do the letter here? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... H as in Henry. All right, and we are going to give away a pair of tickets to see Guns N' Roses at the Hard Rock Hotel. Uh, live at the Estes Arena inside the Hard Rock Hotel in Casino Atlantic City. And it's Sunday, September 12th. We'll also give you a hotel room for the night, and it is the closest you're going to get to seeing them in a club-sized venue. Uh, tickets for the September 12th show are on sale now. Information at Hard Rock Hotel Atlantic City.com. So we'll give that away actually on Thursday. What's up on today's radio program? I thank you for asking. Uh, it's Double Shot Tuesday, first of all, so double shots throughout the day. Uh, only two days till you guys kick off the um, A to Z, which you've never kicked off before. No, first sure. time. We're I very excited. Yeah. What time uh, What will be the first song? What time? I don't know. Uh, what time will it be? Yeah. I don't know what it will be, but it will be right after we do the news, I assume. Yeah. So around 6, uh, 20, something like Sweet. that. Yeah. All right. Excellent. That's it. Excellent. That's up and Adam here. We'll expect you to be there. Uh, well, I'll have been up a few hours before <laughs> sure, that. Of course, yeah. yeah. Exercising. I just wasn't sure if by then you'd be taking a nap already after uh, well, working. Well, sometimes I have to. Right, okay. You worked that hard. You got to sleep. Yeah, I got you. Um, anyway, uh, on the program today, you've got Shine Down in the Workforce Blocks. And we've got um, uh, two bands, uh, each getting their own block. Uh, that will be at the Man Music Center tonight up on the uh, Skyline stage. That is the Dropkick Murphys and Rancid. Uh, these guys have toured together before, and they have a great time. Um, last time I saw them, Rancid opened, and then Dropkick uh, Murphys came on. Each band filled with high energy, yeah, great vibes. And then at the end, they came on together and did a set together, hmm. uh, which was really cool. Um, I think they covered ACDC or, you know, I don't know what it was. I can't remember what it was, but I do remember um, it was a marvelous time. So we'll do a block of Dropkick and then a block of Rancid or a block of Rancid and then a block of Dropkick, depending on my mood at the time. <laughs> it's your show. You can do whatever the hell you want. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. All right. So uh, today's Tuesday. We got to give away our tattoo. We had you texting all morning long the word tattoo, and now we have randomly chosen a winner. And the next person to get a Preston and Steve themed tattoo is Kevin Benz of Northeast Philadelphia. 
So, Mr. Benz, yes, uh, gets a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, Ted Tuesday on the President Steve Show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia for artwork samples. Uh, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or also go to Instagram and type in at Floating World Tattoos and you will find them. I would like to thank our sponsors. Uh, today's program has been brought to you, sorry, uh, by Dungan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also by uh, BTY by Citadel. Oh, brought to you. I told, I told them to stop doing that. Yeah, they need to stop that. Greatness. But thank you. Uh, brought to you by Citadel Credit Union, uh, committed to building strength together to build a better future for us all. Uh, tomorrow's program, it's a Wednesday. Fox, good day. Secret text word and comedian Cameron Esposito oh. will be joining us. So that is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, my friend. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the map. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-